Oh my God. I am what? so pumped. What was that? I have never been this excited in the morning. I don't know. Woo! Like, <sighs> wow. I wouldn't even need that anymore. No, I mean, we'll still do the pre-chat or whatever you could do. I'm never taking the drum roll away from you, but that was uh, I'm I'm fucking amped. I'm going to go grab a beer now. Fuck the coffee. Holy Uh, GM, everybody in the chat. What up, everybody? Look look at one of the first comments. I see bear market bears is ripping. Yeah, no, he chase got me with this before. I'm not fucking. Oh, he's oh, he knows. They know. They know that's a sore spot. Ah, well, it, a little bit, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, fuck it, I'm gonna go check. <laughs> You're like, he gets you every time. Well, I'm gonna, gonna fall victim to this. <laughs> I mean, I, but I, because if it is, like, I, I need to sell, or maybe I'll hold because those things are going to the moon, baby. What do you guys think moon. of that new uh, countdown? If you caught it, did you like it? Was the music like? good and upbeat you want something chiller i mean we're open to some suggestions here we could do no some no no. We li- no no we're not we're not open not? to suggestions that you song was a banger that's oh okay no it's it's off the table all right i'm like pump now i'm pump and hi icon you may be a little more famous than you even know this morning because i went on multiple spaces with uh, about the fishing, the about fishy fam, fishy sham, fishy scam, whatever you want to scam. Call it. Yeah, uh, and I shouted out my boy Icon, who who brought the exploit to our attention uh, in the voice chat yesterday, and just started um, what was one of the more unfortunate uh, launches in in recent NFT history. Unfortunate is one way to put it. Not unfortunate for everybody, though. Shout out to Icon and a couple of you DGens who, um, I mean, went full capitalist on that one. You know what, though? It's a shame. I mean, we have lots to unpack about that. But, like, there were people in the Discord that were getting banned for letting them know that the Mint was fucking up. Like, you know, you make your own bed. Yeah, you want the first sign that a team doesn't give a shit about the project and isn't here for the long term when they're banning people for FUD, okay? The last thing you ever do... For factual FUD. It's not like somebody's going in there and saying they, like, murdered the artist and buried their body in Arkansas or something, right? No, no one was saying that, like, this team wasn't doxxed. They were going to disappear. This was a scam. Nobody was saying any of that. People were bringing up valid concerns about an exploit in the contract that allowed sophisticated uh, traders in Wales to essentially mint the whole thing. 300 people on the whitelist didn't even get to mint. And I bet it's more than that too. They said a hundred to 300. I know based on how many, some people minted, I I would bet it. It has to be, but I I I saw a screen where somebody had minted like a hundred, at least. And this is what, this is what fucking killed me yesterday too, because, uh, there were there were two spaces. There was one run by the team, and that was a total dictatorship shit show where nobody was allowed to state a real opinion. They were just trying to, you know, do PR and present themselves in the right light. And they kept dismissing everything by saying, look, guys, we made a mistake. We admit it. What else do you want us to do? Well, it wasn't your fucking mistake. It was how you responded to it. It was the deceit. And it was the obvious, <laughs> obvious red flags that have been popping up in this project for over a week that that came to fruition everything everybody suspected who was watching this project closely happened 
Akon so, said that there was an account that got 420 of them, and I respect them for stopping at that number because surely they could have got 423 of them. And that that accounted multiple wallets. I'm pretty sure they had 1,200. Yeah. Okay. So the the stat that 300 people couldn't mint has to be in fact uh, in factual uh, untrue uh, because that would be taking 400 whitelist spots away in that one alone. So. Yeah, last night we would go on the stage, okay? And when a fishy fan profile would go up there and speak the party line and blow smoke up this guy's ass, everything was fine. When anyone who didn't have a fishy fan PFP went up there and said anything, it's, oh, you're biased because you you have FOMO for missing out and you're just yeah. hoping that you didn't buy any fish. Yeah, Jaguar said they, the their motto was, if you don't own a fishy, you don't have a say. Yeah, and you know what? I I had every chance in the world to buy as many fucking fishy fans as I want. That Discord was dropped into ours at 200 people. We could have done whatever we wanted with that Discord, and I stayed away from the beginning. One, because the art is shitty. And if you look at the artist who came up with the concept for them, his original sketch has soul. You look at, we know why people think he's good, because the concept is good. But then they took this guy's concept, handed it over to some fucking Fiverr artist who absolutely destroyed it. And when you look at the original concept, there's soul, there's death. You see that this character was born out of this guy's fucking passion, right? Whereas when you look at the the Fiverr cut and paste bullshit that they ended up putting out there in the generative collection, it's fucking fugazi. And it and the way that they New York hype, the way they built up their hype was by going around to every popular project, stuffing them with whitelists. I don't know how the fuck they convinced these people to even give these whitelists away because we saw this coming. You had any type of sophisticated experience in this industry, you saw this rug coming from a fucking mile away. And bro, bro, bro. They- we got to start the show soon. <laughs> Save it. We're just getting right into it now. Mm. You good? I wasn't ready. Oh, well, no drum roll today. Daddy is spicy. Let's go. (laughs) I was trying to retweet you and then we're doing it. Do the drum roll again. One more time, please. Please retweet me. Talk dirty to me. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> GM, everybody, and welcome to a very spicy edition of the Alpha Mint Morning Show, hosted live on YouTube and Twitch TV. It is Thursday, January 27th. I am your host, R2D Gen, and I am with a very fired up free market capitalist. Good morning. Hey, now. What up, DJ? <laughs> that was anticlimactic. All right. Yeah. GM to everybody. Uh, we got a great show. Great news coming out of Alpha Mint yesterday. Wave four sold out. We'll touch on that Woo! very briefly. Amazing stuff. Free Market, how was your Wednesday? My Wednesday was um my Wednesday was okay. I'm very tired today. I I I was on spaces all night again, and this wasn't, you know, the normal happy, good time, ha ha ha, lemon spaces. These were intense, emotional spaces in which I'm not I'm not trying to be a moralist. I'm not out here trying to save people. I'm a fucking analyst. Um, I sit here and I analyze NFT projects and stonks and fucking coins all day. All I'm doing is analyzing how often do you hear me? sit here and fud a fucking, but I never fud projects. I, I very rarely even have a bad take 
on a project. This was an obvious fucking rug. And I had to stay on spaces for five hours last night trying to get some honest discourse out there. And nobody was allowing honest discourse. Even the people who were originally angry at this team. This guy, Bando, started his own spaces, but they were just letting these fucking guys come up there and lie and twist words and gaslight people. And it was unbelievably frustrating. So my Wednesday was was emotional. Um, I ended up starting my own spaces. We got 100 people in there. We could actually have a like, real... Screw you. I'll start my own town. Like, I mean, it was it was insane. But you know what? I want to talk about markets first because I love markets. That's the first part well, of our segment. We'll get to Fish and Fam a little later. I will get into the markets. I do want to just say, including... Uh, talk, speaking of spaces, you were in the, the Lemon Spaces, which is constantly going on nonstop. Uh, I think they might have set a, a record for the longest spaces. Yeah, we set a record, people. We... We started Lemon Spaces at 7 p.m. two days ago. That Lemon Spaces went until 3 p.m. the next day. All right. We uh, we, we, we definitely broke a record as far as NFT spaces. Now, I don't know if it was Nacho Average-esque or whatever, but, you know, this, uh, <laughs> this was a lot. Nobody knows what, None of you know what that reference is. None of you know what that reference is. But we love the Lemons. I, I can't, you know... I always say it's not forced, and that's important here, right? Because we're looking right now at Fishy Fam, which is a forced community. This is a manufactured community that's only there because these things are sitting at a 0.6 floor this morning, all right? That's the only reason there's a quote-unquote community. People are trying to protect their bags, and I lost a bunch of followers and had a bunch of angry tweets at me because I'm fudding, because I, you know, oh, I just want a better entry into this project. I wouldn't buy this project with your dick, motherfucker, all right? This, is, this <laughs> isn't even remotely in my wheel. I don't give a shit about money that much. You think I fucking care about flipping these stupid fishy fams? Please, please. Yeah. Um, Cambo, we are definitely going to talk about Fishy Fam. It is the flavor of uh, the day for sure, but uh, we do have some other stuff, so uh, <laughs> fret not. Um, in that I'm not Cambo. Don't worry. You could bounce because it's going it, it, to it's it's be Fishy Fam. If you own Fishy <laughs> Fam and you're bullish, you may not want to listen to this show because I'm going in. Um, you mentioned Alphamint on the Lemon Spaces. I, I don't know if it's the sole reason, but uh, definitely one of the reasons all of a sudden the pass has started flying off the shelves. So for anybody new to Alphamint, welcome. Uh, if you're tuning into the show for the first time, welcome. We appreciate you here. It's, uh, it was really great. Got to know some of the new people that jumped in there. I saw some really warm welcomes from the community, and that's been uh, very, very exciting. So, you know, the, uh, you know, if you guys are in the DGen Dojo, make sure to give them all a uh, uh, happy good tidings or welcomes i don't know i don't know what i'm saying anyways we appreciate all of the the support and now wave four is sold out they have actually been moving on the secondary too so that's uh, uh pretty interesting i guess alpha mint is kind of in vogue and in demand and we are very very excited about that free market you get a chance to talk to any of the uh the new folk I have. I've been talking to the new folk all day. In fact, I've been onboarding a lot of people, a lot of lemons. Shout out to my lemon fam. We just, you know, we're hopping in. Hey, we want to talk about community. Alpha Mint's a community. We care about each other. We take care of each other. And it's a lot of fucking fun. You know, it's my favorite place to be. I love hanging out with the homies. And I really appreciate all the love out there and support. And uh, thank you, everybody. We, we, we're, we're honored. We're humbled. Yeah, yeah, it's great. So, uh, you know, if you're new and make sure you uh, add me as a friend on Discord, shoot me a DM, say hi, tell me how your experience is going and we will uh, taco about it. It's Taco Thursday, I guess. 
Uh, now we'll do markets. Let's talk markets. Yesterday, we saw um, a bit of a spike yesterday on the FOMC, uh, I guess, non-news. I guess people thought something big was coming or it was, I don't know. Anyways, the FOMC came out at a, what, about 10, 30, 11, 12, 1? I can't remember. Uh, it comes um, out at 2 p.m. Oh, I was way off on all of those numbers. Uh, Easter. Uh, 2 p.m. Eastern. 2 p.m. Eastern. So I was right on some of those numbers if we go to West Coast. But uh, but yeah, essentially, they the feds decided to stand pat on what they're doing for the time being. It started a little bit of a, uh, a bull run. Might have been a little bit of a bull trap because it did come back down to uh, yesterday's levels that we mentioned on the show. Bitcoin sitting at about 37,000. Ethereum kind of flirting with 2,500 again. Not bad numbers. Definitely a little bit off the mat. Feeling a little bit comfortable comfortable as we pull away from 33,000 and 2,000 respectively. Uh, and, and here we are. What did that non-news mean? So we've talked about markets a lot over the last week, mainly because it is this risk-off contagion from traditional markets that's been affecting crypto, right? So we've been following along as the NASDAQ has taken almost a 20% haircut here, which is very big. For a traditional market, you know this is not uh, this is not child's play. When the Nasdaq falls that much, people were in panic mode. Kathy's Ark ETF down fifty percent. Many of the revenue lists, Silicon Valley companies, on their way to zero and are never coming back. Okay, this causes there was a lot of froth in certain pockets of the market. Whether we're talking about SPACs or meme stonks or certain tech companies that just got caught up in the you know good time feelings. Well, this came to an end at the beginning of the year. And we have seen quite the pullback and it started to affect crypto markets as well. On Friday, we called the bottom pretty pronounced uh, as there was a very large flush. Okay. This led to a very, very big rally, but we had the FOMC meeting hanging over our heads on Wednesday. And if you understand why the NASDAQ rolled over or why the S&P rolled over, the keyword here is inflation. Inflation has gotten extremely hot. We're in double-digit territories. The Fed has admitted it's even gotten hotter and more persistent than they expected. This is largely due to COVID and the supply shortages around the world that we are still feeling, regardless of the reason those number prints are real. And that causes the Fed to want to raise interest rates. We got to slow things down. You know, inflation is not a bad thing in the sense that it's growth. You know, another word for inflation is growth. We want growth. Inflation is a good thing. In fact, Milton Friedman, a very famous economist, said the good parts of inflation come first. And we've been experiencing that. This is the hottest economy of your lives. This is one of the hottest economies of all time. The U.S. is on a pace to grow at China growth levels. Okay. This is, this is mind boggling growth. And the only mechanism we have to slow down inflation is the Fed to raise short term interest rates. The Fed raises the short term rates that banks can borrow money at. And everybody was expecting a very, very hawkish, which means they were looking to raise rates and calm down inflation. Everybody was expecting a hawkish Fed statement, maybe even our first interest rate raise in many, many years. Now, when rates go up, stocks go down. This is just this is your most classic correlation in markets. So as people anticipated, not just maybe hawkish talk, but an actual interest rate rise, we have been selling off really violently in all markets into this Fed meeting. Well, 
One thing I talk about all the time is that it's not the actual news that moves the markets. Moves are set up long before the news even comes, especially when it's news that we know about. The only thing that really moves markets are surprises, okay? And we knew about inflation. We knew the Fed was starting to get hawkish. In fact, I will contend it does not matter what the Fed said. We were already set up to rally because sentiment had gotten so bearish. Bonds had already started to bottom. Every sentiment indicator was oversold. We were already in play. The market tells you what it's going to do before the news event catalyst happens. People like to point to news and say, that's what did this. In reality, it's the mechanics of the market that set up the spin on the news because you could spin news to look any way you want. Right. So this is what happened yesterday. People were expecting hawkish. It wouldn't have mattered. But not only did we not get hawkish, we got dovish. We got we're not raising interest rates. We're not panicking. This was the standard statement that they sent out. Market started to rip. Not only had we come in green, but at one point the Nasdaq was almost up four percent on this news. But then Jerome Powell started talking and you know, <laughs> Jerome starts talking. And this is a strategy of the Fed. The Fed in their made statements, the prepared ones that they put out early will be very dovish. Then Jerome will get on there and be slightly more hawkish. And what this does is at the end, it tells you nothing. And this is what the Fed is trying to does do. They just do bit, good cop, bad cop. Kind, yeah, that it really is. It really is good cop, bad cop. And the reason is because you can never tip to markets too much what you're about to do because very large players and countries will adjust their strategies to play against you. So again, this is all game theory. It's all a game of chicken. They're not lying, but you have to understand. Other countries are like hedge funds out there trying to fuck you on everything, whether it's trade, whether it's deals, whether it's getting this company to be here, et cetera, et cetera. The Fed is playing the most intense game of chicken on earth, okay? And they're doing a masterful job, whatever people want to say about the Fed. I love fiat. I am a proponent of the Fed. I am one of these people that doesn't care that M2 is going up every year because I understand how modern monetary theory works. These Austrian economists, inflationistas don't know what they're talking about. Bottom line here, I think we've put a bottom in in markets. There will still be a lot more volatility. We are not out of the woods. You're going to see traps on both sides, but I do believe a bottom is in not just in traditional markets, but crypto as well. Perfect. I love to hear that. Uh, I was looking at some of the uh, the 24 hour gainers um, kind of while we were hitting that bit of an uptrend. Uh, and it looks like the metaverse plays. They got really beaten up during during that uh, that little uh, uh, crash, yeah. if you want to call it that. Uh, they are rebounding harder than anything else too. Decentraland mm-hmm. and Sandbox having a, a good little rally on the 24 hour uh, and, you know, I, I guess that kind of means that it's uh, it's back in play for them, too. So that's going to be going to be fun to watch regardless. The two, but the, the two big areas of, thro- of froth and crypto last cycle were the bonding staking mechanisms mm-hmm. and yep. the uh, and the metaverse plays. Right. So this is where the froth was. These were the ones that were going to get hit most in any type of pullback. But as you see, they're also the ones that are going to bounce back quickest because these are the underlying metas. These are the underlying trends. And I know. Ohm, 
as it bounced back yet in time is still seeing uh, it, itself getting, you know, destroyed right now. But especially the metaverse plays, which is just one of our favorite trends looking out a few years. Um, they're bouncing back really quick right now. I guess I could have pulled this article up while you're talking about it too, but yeah, I basically just reiterated everything that you said. So yeah, Bitcoin briefly spikes on Fed announcement before traders realize nothing changed. The best um, it's, the Fed yeah. can ever do is say nothing and it's an art. Okay. It's very difficult to make these statements where they come out saying nothing. So when I see a decrypt article like this, it makes me applaud Jerome Powell. He did his job yesterday and you can see markets on so if I say the name No Home Jerome, do you know who that is? Hockey player? No. Oh, yeah. man. If anybody can nail this one, I love this story. Um, if anyone in the chat can nail that uh, and call it out, I will give you a huge shout out. Um, but we are going to move on. I Just remind me. I'll tell you later if nobody gets oh, it. Yeah. Um, Warner Music plots metaverse concerts in Ethereum game The Sandbox, which we just mentioned. Uh, the label for artists like Lizzo, Ed Sheeran, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers plan to open a metaverse venue and amusement park. So they have bought land in Sandbox and uh, they are planning on making their own music venue. We talked a lot about music NFTs, uh, music in the metaverse, and the adoption that that is going to see this year. And it looks like that is completely in play as Warner Music, which is a big one um is is going to be playing in the sandbox um i i think that this is going to um you know this is going to start a trend of a lot of uh of, of music brands entering these spaces i mean metaverse rea- uh, realty um uh fuck uh real estate sorry metaverse real estate is is always been hot it's kind of superseded even just the coins that are being traded on the market um you know big brands are 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 claiming their stake in there and, and setting up shop warner music being i think the first record label that we've really seen do it um but certainly not the last and i i think metaverse concerts are are going to be brilliant you know we have our own kind of <laughs> resident dj and alpha and dj tropics that's been doing uh discord parties to some really incredible success he's had some i think he did one in decentraland that uh i did not attend i, I did. heard it was you did okay good yeah i heard oh, it was there. a lot of fun Oh my and, god! Are you kidding me? It was a blast. I, I I took a bunch of screenshots too. My first my first metaverse uh, con- contest, and yeah, it, it was a, a contest. My first metaverse concert, and it was yeah. amazing. I this, in my opinion, is the biggest news to ever happen to what we call the metaverse right now. I think I don't think I've ever seen such a legit entity make a move into something like sandbox. And man. That is, uh, yeah, that it, it's, uh, this is huge, huge news to me. This is one of the biggest things I think to ever happen to Sandbox or anything like that. Shout out Phil Ivy. I don't know who brought up Phil Ivy, but that was a young yeah. guy of mine. Phil Ivy was no home Jerome. His fake ID was, uh, the name was Jerome when he was playing Holy in Atlantic shit. City when he Holy was underage. Shit. Thank you. Uh, and they Thank said you. he spent so much wow. time at that casino that they they called him no home Jerome. And then uh, when he turned 21 and finally could play of legal age, he had to admit to everybody that he was uh, <laughs> now just legal and they were getting taken by a 17-year-old. I so can't believe uh, I forgot that because Phil Ivey was my mother's favorite poker player. And I do remember that fact now from back in the day the death the, the the greatest death stare you can imagine just like these like just laser eyes oh no, yeah no, 
the, the best poker face. Like, there's no emotion. Oh my god! Bill so Ivy smiles less than he gets royal flushes. Okay, that this guy is just stone faced at all times. I, I remember during the first World Series that they televised on uh, on TV, he tried wearing sunglasses for the first like uh, for the first three rounds because it was a new trend. Nobody had been doing it yet. A few people were doing it. He fucking misread his card. This was Binion's. This isn't a well lit. Uh, yeah, room. Okay, this was the old Binion's casino. He looks down. He fucking folded the nuts. He literally walked up and threw a thousand dollar pair of Gucci's in the trash can and went back to the table. <laughs> I love that. Story. Yeah, I mean, I always loved the joke that poker was a, a giant pyramid scheme, and Phil Ivy sat at the top. <laughs> Yo, that Ivy and Duan, man, those fucking uh, kids are savants. I mean, there's there is. Like a, we need it. We'll just let's just start a poker podcast too while we're at it. There has been no after like Tom Dwan uh, in in thirty years since Stu Unger. I mean, Stu Unger was the greatest poker player that's it's ever lived. <laughs> well, okay, so let's tie this back to the metaverse. Can't wait till there's uh, uh, actual poker rooms in the metaverse where you can just wander around, sit down oh. at a table, and throw your zug on the table. They have it in the, the, you know, board apes held a poker. T- this was back when board apes won shit. I think there were 10 ETH back there. Just a pathetic 10 ETH each back then. And they held a poker tournament in DCL, which was the coolest goddamn thing I had ever heard at the time. It was for play chips. We, we didn't really have utility tokens back then. But boy, my mind started working. This is it. This is what I'm here for. Definitely. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Let's let's make this happen uh, sooner than later. The Alpha Mint Poker Tournament. We've talked about it in the past. We'll do a home game on Poker Stars and get this get that bad boy going. <laughs> that edge sorting with Phil Ivy. We'll have to talk about that one. Did you? Yeah. What? what uh, that was. Um. That wasn't poker. That was uh. Baccarat. Pi- no, Baccarat. Yeah. I almost said Pi Gow. Um. Baccarat. Yeah. 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 We'll talk about that later. Anyways. Uh, Super Dow raises ten. Holy. <laughs> SuperDAO raises $10.5 million to build an all-in-one DAO platform. Don't have a ton of color on this, but I actually think it's pretty cool. It sounds like they're making more of like a DAO in a box for um, smaller uh, organizations to to kind of jump in and participate with a, an all-in-one kind of DAO uh, with the tokenomics and the voting that. rights and all of that stuff. I just think it's really cool that uh, if you want to set up a little impromptu DAO, you can not not saying that you should be going and raising hundreds of millions of dollars with a pop up DAO. If you but, can, uh, though, do interesting it. concept. And then call us if you yeah. raise hundreds of millions of dollars for your DAO. Right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot of these DAOs, I, I think, just like throw the acronym DAO in their name, and boom, it's a uh, you know. I had a realization the other I, day. The fuck is okay. a DAO? Okay, what is a DAO? The only thing that makes a DAO a DAO is a central cause, okay? Because when you think about a corporation, its central cause for existing is profit. Everybody agrees. That's what everybody who is participating in this mechanism, who owns shares, who works on the board, everybody's number one goal is P. You know that blue P the kids be throwing up everywhere now? Is that what that means? Don't let's not get into it. It's okay. No, no, we will look very old if we start analyzing that. So the, <laughs> the this is what a, a traditional business is about, right? Most DAOs are just corporations. Like the main goal of most DAOs seems to be profit. 
The ones that are actually what we know as DAOs, they have a central goal. That's what makes the that's what makes the, the the DAO different in the sense that if everybody believes in the same thing and it's not profit, the voting mechanism actually makes sense. Okay, because you're 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 getting a bunch a group of like minded yes. people who yeah. all have the same goal, and now the DAO has a purpose. If the only purpose for the DAO is profit, it's just a hedge fund. I mean, and that well, and not only that. Yeah, but so. like the 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 aggregated intelligence of um, a, a large group of people is not necessarily greater than the singular intelligence of one very very talented business operator. That's why right? it makes no sense. Like, if the goal is profit, you actually don't want this very very large organization of people voting on day to day decisions about how to make profit. But yeah. if the goal is the direction of our causes. Like, what are we? Let the people buy the assets and build up the treasury of the DAO that are experts in that. But what we need to vote on is the goal of how we're deploying this money. What? Why are we here? You know, you see DAOs spring up to buy sports franchises. You see DAOs spring up to do this, that, and the other thing. That, in my opinion, is the only way a DAO will work. The DAOs who are just raising, like, we're just going to buy a bunch of blue chip NFTs. Why? Like, it's great if they go up. We know how difficult it is to share and redistribute those profits with the people who invested with you. So, again, what's your, what is your, exactly, Dark, the aggregated intelligence of a group is often lower than the average of the group. Yes. Very true. Yeah, yeah, very true. Completely. They've done so many studies that prove this out. So So I've got two things to reference here, and uh, both of them are going back to Kobe and both of them on their uh, Up Only podcast. One, he did um, an interview, uh, a ledger who's his co-host interviewed him on their own podcast for about four hours, which was an incredible listen. I highly recommend anyone go check it out because this guy, like we've said a million times, is fucking wicked smart. he talked about DAOs uh, and a lot of what you said is a lot of what he mentioned too is like why DAOs don't work the way that we think that they should. Um, but they can work in like uh, a very small, highly you know concentrated group of like say a group of companies actually form a DAO, right? Um, if they have a centralized purpose and uh, you know maybe nine companies can all vote on a share of the you know, where they're going. Like that is something that could be very good where it's only nine votes, but, um, you know, they're, they're highly intelligent. They're highly thought out and, you know, they can kind of align their own interests. Um, I know some people will disagree with that, but that the way that he explained it really made it click in my mind. It was like, Oh yeah, that does make a lot of actual sense. Um, the other thing that, um, they did on the recent one was they interviewed Vitalik Buterin for, uh, I think like two hours and they they, top in Ethereum. Every time time (laughs) Vitalik goes on that show. Is that right? (laughs) (laughs) They they put up charts showing the correlation. Is that, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it was again, like it was a really good listen. He talked about uh, more of the democratic vote and why the idea of voting um, for the president or something on the blockchain doesn't work because you actually don't want to be able to verify that so-and-so voted for so-and-so. The idea behind a a real democracy is that you can vote for anybody that you feel like without fear of prosecution for your vote. 
You know hey, what I mean? A, there's a use case for Chainlink VRF right there, right? Isn't that what Chainlink does? Uh, there are some that are working on ways to do it where yeah. you can um, verify that it happened, but not verify the outcome. He actually talks about ZK Snarks in that interview too, and why that's very interesting yeah. is that you can computationally show that something did take place when it took place, but you can't measure the input or the output. Um, so, I mean, we're getting there, but like as it stands right now, DAOs show you who voted for what and when they voted for and you know you can be you can have fear of uh you know personal prosecution or or a, a character assassination for your viewpoints in voting a certain way right and that's not fair because that's not how voting actually should work and i want all alt ones out there to heed my words right now let us look at Chainlink, which was the darling of the cycle a couple of years ago and the link marines were everywhere and hedge funds were in it and Chainlink was going to be the next thing that changed the goddamn world well guess what the number one use for Chainlink is right now it's randomizing nfts for the ethereum blockchain so that we don't know what the metadata is when we mint okay and i want all l1s to recognize eventually you're just going to be a service for Ethereum, whether it's Solana being our gaming bridge, whether it's uh, Chainlink being our randomizer. This is this is what it is. Just get down or lay down. This is uh, what are we what are we doing here? What are we doing here? You know what was fascinating about this article is that I really just popped it up to mention it for like a minute just because I thought it was an interesting concept. And, you know, we talked about it for 10, which is great. I mean, it goes to show that there is some depth and some some reality to these concepts. So um, one that I won't talk about a lot because it falls under the no shit category. NFTs achieved mainstream breakthrough in 2021, according to Nansen. Uh, research firm Nansen found that total sales volumes for NFTs hit $17 billion in 2021, not a small number but actually not a really huge number either. Uh, while OpenSea briefly overtook Uniswap in terms of gas usage. Uh, again, no shit. Let's move on. Uh, this is my favorite news article a day because it just made me like so joyful inside reddit trial will allow users to set any nft as their profile picture social news aggregator reddit is the latest platform to start experimenting with connected nft profile images we know that the founder alex uh, alex ohanian is uh, uh nft bull uh, and and you know very crypto savvy and and all of that great stuff. Reddit is not NFT friendly in the least. They are just starting to be uh, crypto friendly. It has you know I used to go on Reddit a lot until I realized what a toxic shithole it can be. Um, and now looking back at it, I did some scouring for this news on Reddit. There wasn't a lot of talk about it, but boy, people fucking hate NFTs there. Uh, they will find any and all reasons to fud the shit out of it. And and the fact that Reddit is doing this just or OK, the fact that it's speculated that Reddit is doing this, I should clarify that is just making me so happy inside. Yeah, I I think the hexagon is a movement. I think that every social media, unless Twitter has patented it and won't let anybody else use it, I think the hexagon will be universally adopted across all social networks. I know people are both making fun of it, resisting. I mean, there's a million takes on the hexagon. The real take is that this is our industry becoming legitimate. Nobody should be against it. And I am very excited to see it. I'm most excited to see it on Instagram, to be honest. I mean, Reddit would be fun. I've just never used Reddit. I would love to see it on Instagram because mm -hmm. I like to go on there and talk about NFTs. I like to poke the uh, 
poke the hornet's nest. I'm not trying to <laughs> say one, but I do like to watch people uh, flail. Yeah, mentioned in this article is that YouTube could soon be on board. So hopefully, we maybe we can get that stage, and all you beautiful DJs can have verified NFTs on there. I think that uh, I think I think big companies like YouTube and YouTube, Google, uh, Apple, all of those things are going to be taking notice. Actually, I would imagine Spotify is somewhere um, in there too. Um, of you know. The, the successful features of Discord, but the shortcomings of Discord itself, um, you know, even just Discord being down for multiple hours yesterday. Oh, my and God. I, I, the world where were burning. my friends? I didn't know what to do. I, Bro, I got to say, you know... <laughs> Being uh, thankfully, like we manage all of this stuff very, very, very carefully. Um, but there's always that pit in your stomach when your Discord doesn't log in properly, right? Um, I texted you immediately. I was like, mm -hmm. what the fuck is going on? Right? Like when you're in some of these yep. discords and you have some mod privileges or admin privileges, it's fucking terrifying, man. Um, but you know what? I mean, last night we were uh, talking on voice chat in uh, discord. I had, you know, a live stream up just kind of going over the, the fishy fam. And I promise we'll get to that, but you know, only 25 people could be in there at a time because I had a stream up and, you know, I had to turn it off and that's fine too. I really don't care that much, but you know, it's just one of those frustrating things of why you're doing it. They have this beautiful stage up there where you can see all of the nice profile pictures. People can put their hands up. It's super easy. It's super interactive, but it doesn't have a chat on it. You know, you have to make a separate room. That's kind of frustrating and you can't share a video on it. Like they have the perfect opportunity to all the, do all these really great things and they don't do it. I imagine these companies are going to just swoop in there and say, if you're not going to do it, we you know, I just wish there was a competitor run by an extremely handsome person that would just allow us to connect our wallets, see a portfolio within Discord and have all these great features we've always wanted. I just Yeah, wouldn't it be amazing if you could like swap NFTs like P2P right on there right and verify and all of that stuff yeah. like that? Oh my God, that makes so much sense. Like That would be the meta of the day. Link me up, baby. <laughs> Fucking Christ! Amazing. Um, yeah. Anyways, this was uh, this was really fun news because if there's one anti NFT platform, it's Reddit, and it's a it's almost like a slap in the face from Reddit if they're actually going to end up doing this. Uh, WGMI. I kind of always troll it. Nothing crazy going on. The one thing that like is just constantly up there is this uh, capsule house. I mean, it has just been on an absolute ripper. Point uh, three five over the last thirty days. Let me make this bigger for you guys. Um, 0.35 30 days ago uh 3.79 eth floor now up over well it was up over a thousand percent on uh on the 30 day chart which is really incredible but yeah a lot of green going on we're still pretty safe not a lot of deep red despite the uh the crypto and the traditional stock markets it's nice to see it some of our uh beloved projects are having a good bounce back and as we mentioned yesterday some of the old uh the old blue chippers and uh, generative art are doing a-okay on there too so never hurts to check in on it but uh Look, the no. story right now is apes and cats it's apes and cats it are going burr, all right and if you look back to december the weeks that preceded that just mind-boggling three-week bull market that we all sat through and experienced it was apes and blue chips just going burr you know just getting off the mat rallying here we got mutants over 20 eth last time i looked maybe they've cooled down a little bit we got they cooled down a little bit yep yeah, we got apes right near 100. I think last night there were eight apes left until 100 ETH. Um, it is, 
This is it, man. This is uh, this this is going into the Super Bowl. I believe it's going to be blue chip time, and then right after that, it's going to be you know fun time party for all, right into tax season. Then we're going to experience another pretty bad drawdown until June. It's just the cycles in this market, but you know we're we're building here, looking looking good. DRK is saying capsule host gets you whitelist for the As- Asuma simp JPEGs, which is why it ripped a four ETH. Is that thing going to be really that much of a cook? I Holy guess. Fuck. I mean, they look good, Cobain. Have you seen them? I, yeah, we I, didn't we pull them up yesterday? I would. T- I think we did. Oh yeah, that's good. The, the skirt yeah, yeah. and the wind. I'll tell you. I uh, if one of these came up to me in a dark alley in the metaverse, you are. Hot and bothered today. Holy <laughs> shit. Um, like you said, Mutant Ape Yacht Club flirting with 20, per, uh, 20 ETH floor. Board Ape Yacht Club is uh, inching closer, 95 ETH. Uh, pretty incredible. I think that they are both under 20 to go before the floors cross that threshold. And I got to believe that the listings are not going crazy on here. Uh, everybody is uh, looking towards February 6th, the Super Bowl, for something to happen. And uh, I, I, Man, I think it's going down, man. I yeah. really, really, really do. And, you know, waifus are a meta right now. And I think they're going to be a meta for a while. Let's be honest. There's a large uh, percentage of people in the NFT game, men in the NFT game, who are never going to have a girlfriend or get married. This is a very appealing uh, <laughs> oh, situation for them as, as you know, the NFT life, the NFT life. It ain't, uh, it ain't, uh, you know. It's not glamorous. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't bring it up on your dates. I'm gonna. This is a little advice from Uncle Free. You you leave the JPEG talk till the third or the fourth day. I guess. <laughs> yeah, so what do you do? Um, I uh, collect things. I guess I don't know. Whatever. Uh, looks rare. Uh, had a bit of an announcement today, this morning, um, and good news. Previously on Looks Rare, if you were trading on projects that had less than a thousand ETH of volume traded within that. You know, collection. Uh, the the rewards wouldn't start until it crossed over that thousand ETH threshold. Uh, they have done away with that now, and any tr- public transaction that you make on Looks Rare it now is uh, eligible for the the Looks reward. So that's really exciting. So if you uh, you know if you minted something, uh, the sales are going crazy, and OpenSea goes down as it's apt to do. Uh, I would I. If I hadn't already made it clear, I would look at uh, looks rare to go to go do it. You and I are still staking. It's done really, really well for us. I think the looks token I have it up here is hovered around four dollars, four dollars and thirteen cents right now, which is kind of in line with where Ethereum went. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just they continue to make changes. They continue to adapt, listen to the community, improve their uh, their UI and their UX, and I'm I'm I've been bullish on this since the day that it launched and uh i haven't lost a uh, a single ounce of uh conviction in this project you guys know how bullish we are on this and we've listed all the reasons your two bear cases here are competitors coming in with a similar model and a cheaper fee okay certainly possible and then your other bear case here would be that they're not you know the the ux right the ux is not there yet it is not easily usable by most people. And what you see every other day from this company is iteration, improvement, upgrades. So while we can't control what some random competitor tries to do coming down the pipe, the other bear case here about its UX is not a case because they're improving daily. This site is getting better and better. 
And once that functionality even gets remotely close to OpenSea, I believe we're going to see quite the, the volume shift over to Luxor. I know I will use it regularly. I'm only using OpenSea currently because, you know, there still are UX challenges over there. But I, am, I use LooksRare anytime I can. I'm very eager to completely switch over. I, I love the site. I love the people running it. And of course, I am staked and have a large interest. So, Yeah, guys, they, they actually are improving every day. But the one thing I was going to say is there's a lot of um, if you're if you're quick and you're paying attention, there are definitely some ARB opportunities there between OpenSea and um, uh, looks rare too. If you're actively looking to to trade and uh, mess around with that stuff, yeah. The floor on <clears throat> the floor on orcs on look rare is nine, and it's two point nine on open C. So if you could find that guy willing to give you nine ETH over there, uh, go take that arb. Yeah, for sure. Uh, isn't Beanie affiliated with Beanie? Yes, Beanie yeah, is Beanie. Yeah. And probably yeah. a bunch of other beanies as well. That one we actually knew from the beginning. From the beginning. From the beginning. <laughs> from the beginning. All right, move on quickly. Yeah, moving on. Uh, I have Azuki pulled up here in a decent segue into our next conversation. See, I told you it wasn't all going to be fishy, fam. Um, Azuki is uh, at almost an 8 ETH floor. Let me uh, do the risky refresh please, on open. Please let me Whoa, 8.3. Absolutely not. Beanie is not affiliated with Looks Rare. That is a Pranksy organization. Yes. Pranksy hates yeah. Beanie. We are Team Pranksy on this show. I have been Team Pranksy since the beginning, since the Heroes Planet, since the Pixel Vault, since the Blute. I said this was going to happen from the beginning. It's happened. Team Pranksy for fucking life. He's a king or her. I love you, Frank. <laughs> Well, if there's two things you and Cambo can agree on, is the wake and bake. Wake well. and bake. Should I? Should we? Should we go together, Cambo? I love you. We could. We could. We could disagree on fishy fam, but we could go together right now. <laughs> I love it. Um, yes, Azuki. Uh, just in the short time that I opened this tab a couple hours ago, has jumped up to an eight point three seven floor, and it is hot on the tail of Clonex. Mm. Obviously, Man. the dynamics are a little bit different here. Twenty uh, k PFP versus a ten k PFP. Uh, but I think we're talking in the same realm. And uh, the other day, maybe it was even yesterday, we were talking about how uh, they're they're definitely in different points of their hype cycle. It's going to be. Uh, a little bit of an apples to oranges comparison, but uh, Azuki showing no signs of slowing down and potentially flipping uh, Clonex in the maybe the hour. I don't know at this rate. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I know you're a Clonex fan. Uh, Artifact has done great. It's not, it's not flipping Clonex. They have twice. The, so can we stop saying uh, projects are flipping other projects? Yeah, it, most of these projects are not apples to oranges uh, comparison. Looks is ripping tits to the north side right now. Uh, just a side note. Um, but <laughs> the... Uh, I think both of these projects are certainly programmed for 10E. Clonex has been programmed for 10E from the beginning. Anything under 10E was a, a fucking joke. The vials are sitting at 20 ETH right now. I mean, this is Nike. And I, don't, I think that's all that really needs to be said. There was a very divisive collection. The launch was terrible. The, the art was subjective, whether you liked it or not. This is Murakami and Nike. This collection's uh, fucking elite. It's going to be... Over 10 ETH in no time. Snippity snap, splippity splap. Shout out to uh, Tropics, the young king who is just heavy, heavy in these. He believed in it from the beginning when everybody was telling him he's wrong. And guess what? Tropics was right. Yeah, Tropics was right. Very. 
Yeah, very high conviction there. Um, and it's it's going to eventually pay off for him. But he is diamond hand. Yeah, he's great, those. except these invisible ones. I have no idea what I'm looking at in the PFP. These, these, no, I, I, I mean, let's. Zookies are, are terrible. Let's talk about some of the. I, I, man, I like them. <laughs> I love the comfy boys. I want me a Pikachu hoodie. If anybody wants to trade a Pikachu hoodie for a breakfast sandwich, I got you. <laughs> um yeah i mean you're right you're not it's not a fair comparison the one thing that is really blowing my mind actually is because well oh actually i was gonna say the volume is really catching up on azuki from um from clonex but i guess that's actually not a fair comparison too i was just about to say it and then i realized that the vials would have to be considered in that calculation as well because they were a separate collection and still are um, so maybe that's not a fair comparison Azuki either. Goddamn phenomenon! I mean, oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. This is. Oh, this yeah. is. This is. Uh, I, I, <laughs> please, I, I, I agree. Azuki is it, man. I mean, I, look, I, these people. You said it was going to cool off to like one point five two ETH. We're totally, totally wrong. wrong. I thought seven was going to be the peak. These look programmed for ten. I don't know when they're going to stop. They're probably getting a little bit ahead of themselves, but it doesn't matter. These are these. These are probably going to be 20 ETH at some point this year. This team has a lot in their quiver that they, I mean, this is the, this is how you tease a roadmap. This is how you get people excited. Everyone is so high on the art. When these roadmap items start dropping, it's just fucking FOMO icing on the cake. Let's go. This is, this is how you do it. This is, this is what every NFT project like, uh, you know, the one is the high water mark for a drop. Yeah, like a fucking fish. This is what NFTs are going to look like in two years. Not fucking fishy fans, not these other small projects that come out. These guys hired a fucking art like, you You know, this isn't this isn't comparable. This is a passion project. Fabulous art, known artists, rich roadmap. These guys deserve everything they got. We love the Azuki. They're everywhere. They're, they're unstoppable. All right. You said the words again. I'm going to let you dig into it. I'm going to provide some context, but we are going to dig into Fishy Fam. Um, for those of you that are invested in it, I'm going to give you a fair warning. Uh, we are not going to be friendly towards it. We are not trying to FUD your bags. Um, if you have belief in this project and you've done well on it, congratulations. And I hope that you continue to do well. Um, but You're up 20x. Was... Who cares who FUDs your bags? You're up 20x. You should be, you should be dancing on our graves right now. Right? Nothing... Exactly. Exactly. Um, but this was this was really kind of a travesty, if you want to call it that, a disaster, a shit show, all of the above. Um, some context. There were some red flags leading up to this. We pointed out some issues with the art. That's fine. Um, art is subjective. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I definitely took some issues with it. And it does still exist in some forms on these. Although I will admit, I do think that they look better than I thought they would. I'm just going to say that. Um, but here's what happened. A couple days ago, uh, Icon, one of our uh, resident blockchain gurus, was uh, kind of snooping around their contract or whatever, pointed out some issues with it and promptly got banned from their Discord. That is a red flag, a big red flag. The day before launch, if you logged on to their website, everybody was whitelisted. Now, you couldn't mint it and they did fix it. But again, a red flag when somebody's pointing out issues with your contract, you're not listening, your site goes live and there's issues with the contract, red flag. Okay. Leading up to the launch, it all starts going down. And what happens? People start whitelist minting. Great. People are listing for one ETH and they're selling at one ETH. That's weird. 
Okay. It just, it is weird. There's so much time left to go and people are spending one and two ETH on that. That's a red flag. Maybe people were really FOMOing that hard, but for a 0.03 ETH mint to start uh, selling out one ETH with less than 500 minted, a lot of times that's the team buying it to prop the floor up. Uh, and and get people excited for those big, big sales. It just is what it is. Uh, that is speculation, um, but there's more to this story. And I think that maybe it's going to point back to that. People are minting, and then they realize that there's a mint loop. Five minutes into the mint, Bender pointed out in their Discord, Bender, OX Bender is a, a, a blockchain genius. He's got a large following on Twitter, pointed it out to the team. Banned. Not good. Okay. They let it go. They let it go. They don't care about the whitelist, the people who had whitelist and who they wanted this to sell out and they wanted it to be hyped and they succeeded. Anyways, essentially, some people ended up minting over a thousand of them. I saw one wallet with like 420 of them. You have no idea how many people had wallets in this. Uh, People went to town and they were on a rip. 5,000 ETH traded in one day is astronomical, but it didn't stop there. Okay. It turns out that the artist that they hired was paid 0.25 ETH and basically, allegedly, I should say, forced out. Now, there's some contradictory sides to this. I was listening to a space with somebody who is representing the artist on there. I do believe the artist should have gone on there himself if he wanted to talk about it. Um, the team was on a spaces and they basically were just like, Oh, we're sorry. We messed up. Like, I'm sorry. Everything that pointed to all of these things, people tried to make them aware of it. They did la 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 la. And here we are, we've handed over over two and a half million dollars to these people. The artist made a thousand dollars. And as the story goes, if you listen to the team, They'll say the artist demanded 20 ETH upfront to work on it. The other side of it is saying that's absolute bullshit. That never happened. The team is saying, you know, he asked for too much and then just gracefully bowed out. I'll take my thousand dollars and leave. All of it is bullshit. Even the person representing the artist was like, I have the text messages. I can, you know, I have all of the proof, but I'm not going to show it because that's irrelevant. No, you're wrong. It's wholly irrelevant. You need to get in there and prove it too, because you can't just say shit like that. But everybody on this space is the guy hosting it was retweeting what a travesty this was, how shameful the team was. And then he's on stage being like, I'm so sorry that this happened to you guys. Like, you know, all of this FUD is unreasonable. Meanwhile, he's tweeting FUD. Like all of these people fucking suck. I'm sorry. It was just a joke. And I, I, I just hate it. Okay. I hate it because these people made nearly $3 million for not giving a flying fuck about all of the new people that were minting this. You know, Free Market has mentioned that a lot of the Lemon community were given whitelist spaces, and a lot of the Lemon community is new to the space. They onboarded a ton of people, they didn't get to mint. And now they're watching all of this go down. It's just all around a sham. And they could have done this project properly. They could have paid for the artist. They could have, you know, audited the contract a couple of times, make sure it was secured. But all things are leading back to this is a sloppy, shoddy, you know, get rich quick scheme. And I'm sorry, this team does not care about you. I listened to their space for over an hour and it was just painful. So 
I, I tried to avoid the space because I was just so irate at this. And, you know, anytime you have a large portion of the community who buy into a project, now you've got bag holders. And now they're going to go out there and defend whatever this team does, not because they're rationally looking at the evidence, not because they actually believe the team, but because now they have thousands of dollars in these fishy fams that they have to get out there and protect. OK, and when I got into these spaces and I got up there the homie cold pizza, the former community manager of Pudgy Penguins, who knows exactly what the fuck is going on here because it happened to him with Pudgy Penguins and Cole. This reeks of something that Cole would do. All right, Pudgy, uh, uh, cold pizza knew exactly what was going up here. And him and I were the only two up there challenging these guys. And every time we did, they'd start with the ad hominem attacks on us. They were talking out of both sides of their mouth. They had four team members up there. One of them was the dev. Okay. So we asked this dev a question. Okay. You saw how much hype there was. You knew this was going to sell out, but you didn't think bots were going to explore your, he said, Hey, I've been on a bunch of projects. None of them sold out. We didn't actually think bots were going to come and attack this project. You work in web three. You had one of the most hype drops of the goddamn week, and you didn't think bots were going to attack this contract? He's either lying or a moron. Those are the only two ways about it. And he's like, no, we didn't know. We're just being humble. We didn't know if it was sell out. Then their lead gets up there. Okay, we start pointing out faults and he goes, hey, God, why the fuck you think we do that? You don't think we knew we were going to sell out? We were the most hype project on the block. We knew we were going to sell out in a minute because I said, why were you rushing? Why did you have to do it so good? When people pointed this out to you, why didn't you pause the contract? And I said, the reason you didn't pause the contract is because you wanted to get these sold out. He goes, bro, these were going to fucking sell out. Look at our project. We knew it was going to sell out. I said, your dev just said you guys didn't think it was going to sell out. You go, oh, well, you know, we're a big team. We have different opinions. I'm on a fucking team. Okay. I'm on voice chat all the time. Teams get together, they agree on something, they talk about a narrative. The problem was every time we pointed out one of their narratives was bullshit, they would backtrack. They would change the word. They would say, oh, no, he he was talking differently. He had a different opinion. This team, it was not about the mistakes they made, of which they made a lot. It was about the response. They tried to hide them. They tried to lie. They tried to make it go away. And it was all in the effort to make money. They're trying to pretend this is about fucking ocean uh, conservation. They didn't even know what character they wanted to use. They asked this artist to come up with any. He could have come up with a dog. He could have come up with a cat. He happened to come up with a fish. Why do you think they chose ocean conservation? This isn't about ocean conservation. If you looked at the main guy's profile, what was the quote on his profile yesterday? Going to be a millionaire by 24. Nothing about the environment, nothing about da-da-da. And that's fine. Or even just being grateful that people minted your project. Right. But guess what happened? When it was pointed out, he deleted it. He deleted it. Okay. He took it off because he didn't want that image out there because that's exactly what he is. He's an opportunist. They're just trying to make money on this project. They know it's going to fail. This is a long rug. There are two types of rugs in this industry. There are undocks teams who disappear overnight 
after selling you a bunch of JPEGs. Then there are docs teams who use the fact that they are docs to say, hey, we're out here. We're not hiding from you. We came on spaces. We're here. We're not leaving. Your name is out there. Of course, you're not fucking leaving. This is a long con where they're going to let this project fail. Then they're going to blame it on the market, the devs, the FUD, all these people against us. Boo hoo hoo hoo. These guys are fucking scam artists. I will say it to their face. Anybody involved in this project is in bed with scumbags. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you, you you talk about the devs. One of the things that, I mean, they they threw the devs on the bus and said, oh, you know, we trusted them. We thought they were going to do a good job, blah, blah, blah. You, get, you can get your contract audited. That's by outside sources. That's fine. There's a simple checklist that goes down what happens. Um, and, the, and the other thing is too, right? Like you, the whole motto of this space is verify don't trust everything is out there you could see it you could verify it people went to them and said your contract has issues and they banned them multiple so, days before so i just exactly so i just i want to i want to just in address like because cambo just said same thing happened to yokai king kingdom contract y'all beat them up too no it happens to a lot of contracts and that's fine People make mistakes. Honest mistakes happen. There's a ton of things that you can do, but it's everything leading up to this, including the hype cycle. And now if you look, um, you know, Yokai minted over two weeks ago and they only have half the volume that Fishy Fam does. Um, and and to be honest with you, I while I'm a, a f- I've heard of Yokai, I'm aware of it. It didn't have the hype that this did. Right. And it it's not taking the same trajectory. That's that. This is why we are beating them up. If this had been an honest to God mistake and it was a project, you know, leading up to it and somebody caught it, they paused the mint and they said, you know what, we're, we're going to fix this. We'll get it back going fine. Okay. But all of these red flags, there were enough red flags that we were up here yesterday saying this project is fishy. No, but this before any of this happened and we said it. Okay. And I'm not trying to do it. And I told you so, or we're right because we are wrong. We're not immune to being wrong. It happens. I was wrong about Azuki. You know, we make these statements and, you know, we try and back them up with the knowledge and the opinion and the history that we see. We looked at Fishy Fam, a bunch of us, not just me and Free Market, but there were people in Alpha Mint saying it too. You know, there are huge red flags with this. Now, a bunch of Alpha Mint members did mint it. They made some really great trades and great flips. Again, if you're holding this and you believe in it, you don't have to listen to us. And I'm not saying you, you leave or get out. I'm not saying that. I'm fine with dissenting opinions. But this is what we were saying. Um, and by all accounts, it looks true. There's even uh, uh, signs pointing to the team being in there sniping rares. We didn't even talk about the metadata switch. Okay, how many of these red flags do you have to have before you just go, you know, how much of this money, how much of my money am I going to give to these people? It's fine. It was 0.03 mint. Some people were able to trade them for an ETH. Like, congratulations. That's fine. I'm not criticizing that. But I just think that these teams need to do better. And if there's red flags pointing there when somebody like Bender, you know, who is a revered personality is getting banned for saying like, guys, I, I can help you with your contract. Um, like, you know, I, I'm just, 
Do you know how many devs in the industry will audit your fucking contract for free? K-Fish, who is up on stage, a young king, better at this than most people. He will audit your contract for free, okay? Dots in Kaiju. If you're a Kaiju, he will audit your contract for free. The, they act like, oh, it would have cost us too much money. It would have been da, da, da. It's bullshit. They didn't want it audited. That's because a bad thing. They didn't want to find any mistakes because it would have delayed the launch. The whole point of the launch here was shock and awe. Oh, we showed up in a week. We got all this hype. Hurry, get it out the door. Get it out the door. Anyone that's trying to make you fast click in this industry is a fucking scam artist. These, I don't even want to mince words. This isn't like an accident. This isn't not. Well, talk, talk about the 10 ETH rare that somebody bought. Oh, you want to go on to the next fucking egregious thing? Okay. These guys literally changed the metadata after the mint because they didn't get the rares they wanted. I'm talking literally pulling the rug out on the metadata for multiple NFTs. Somebody paid 10 ETH for a top rarity that changed into a top, into a bottom 9,000 rarity, worthless, from 10 ETH to 0.6 because they changed the metadata. They tried to blame it on Amazon Web Services and motherfucking Bender ripped them apart. Like, I don't fucking believe you. There's no way. They purposely changed the metadata to steal rares from you. This team is fucking you in the ass. This is a goddamn jokes. I'm so pissed at this. The fact that anybody is supporting this is a goddamn travesty. <laughs> all right um i i just i do want to just say like this is probably the hardest we've ever gone on a project because it was all there and it went down exactly how we thought it would and again it's not a we were right kind of thing it's just uh, like the fact that they were up on stage saying all of this stuff like i was just listening to the space so i was like come on are you serious right now like everything like I don't know. Anyways, if you got the bag, congratulations. If you hold these and they go to the moon, congratulations. If this is more centric around the team and what they Just remember, whoever you're selling them to is going to lose all their money. So... Good luck. Yeah, and that, that's one of the that's one of the hard realities of it too, right? Like when you, you know... If, I don't if, participate in this fucking... Well, no, but, it, but it's, you, you know, like... It happens to legitimate projects too. Like it, it does, it does suck. But like again, I, you know, I, I mean, we we can beat this horse till the cows come home. I'm sure that we'll talk about it more because there's going to be more coming out of it. And and if there's not, then that's that's fine as well. But uh, but yeah, this whole situation. You, you want to know why the you, you want to know donkey cambo? Does every trade have a donkey cambo? That's not fucking true. I don't buy NFTs looking to dump them on morons. I buy things I like hoping a rich person is going to like it more and pay me more money for it. That's honest, okay? That's because I love this art and I love NFTs. I'm not in here trying to flip on morons who just bought their first ETH. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm going to finish with this. I, I will just say this. If you want to wonder, if you want to know why like places like Instagram and Reddit like start shouting that NFTs are a scam is because, you know, we are aware there are a lot of scams in here, but these high profile drops like this, or we talked about uh, Prime Ape Planet, Prime Kong Planet, Big Cats, uh, 
whatever the other one was, and then a fifth one popped up all by the same team. It's because these things happen and they continue to happen and people get burned and then they go back and be like, this NFT space is a joke. And yeah, you're right. There's some moral high ground that we're kind of presuming here and and, and taking and whatnot. And, uh, you know, we're all trading. We're all trying to make it in this space. We're all doing stuff. We're all buying. We're all watching the markets and all. But like some of this stuff needs to chill out. The market does need to stop accepting all of it and it's always going to happen anytime there's money to be made anytime there's friction anytime there's you know millions or billions or, or trillions of dollars flying around people are going to take some it happens all right but the market needs to 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 wise up to this stuff sooner than later because you know the more people that continue to get burned they're just going to go back and just say wow i just lost 5 grand that was fucking fun and uh, it, it's going to happen to everybody it happens in the stock market i'm not naive to that fact okay but we just sometimes got to do better. But I wanna, anyways, I want to read you a quote that a galactic ape just sent me. Okay. And okay. Yeah. Quote. Sorry. And Campbell, I just going to say Campbell just said, I'm not going to be beat myself up because I tried to sell the top. You shouldn't. That's not, that's not our point here. Well, the point is just that the intention no. of this project was not good. I don't know really, because I sit in our DJ dojo and I hear people all the time say, this art's fucking terrible. I'm not, we're, what is this? I'm not, and, and they meant it. And they meant it. Why? Because they want to dump it on somebody who they think uh, is stupider than them. Now, I want to read this quote from Galactic Apes, from a, a uh, Peter Vend, who is a Galactic Ape and a diehard Galactic Ape. This is a quote from Wes Mosley. What started off as a passion project has grown and evolved into something that is much, much more than I could have ever imagined. It has been quite the journey, and I wasn't prepared for managing such a large, involved project. And then what did Wes Mosley do? He left. All right. Is that a rug? I don't you know. tell me. You tell this months, months of promises, months of this, months of that. And then, oh man, you know, we tried. I didn't expect this. Da, da, da. Expect the same fucking thing from Fishy Fam. Okay. I don't know if this is going to three ETH. I don't know if this is going to be around for six months or one week, but it's going to go the same way as Pudgy Penguins. It's going to be the exact same situation. We're going to have a 2000 person space with their community manager coming on, telling us all the shit that went behind the scenes and everything we're fucking saying here is going to be borne out and it's going to be worse. We're going to find out shit that is worse. We're giving you the, the, what we know as the public. I promise it's worse. I, I just want to go back to the West thing real quick too. And I, I mean, I'm a galactic ape holder. I loved that project and you know, I'm still holding out, I guess, hope. I know that Wes is leaving and I think dots from Kaiju is uh, starting to kind of shepherd that community. Yeah. But, um, and that's a great, you know, a great result. But, you know, the one thing with Wes is that he had all of these, these plans and whatnot. And I really do think that the community kind of, um, was their own worst enemy in that situation. If I'm being honest with you, you know, he had some ideas um, and maybe they weren't great ideas, but they were ideas that he saw for his project and the community just started screaming, you know, when token, when token, when token, when game. Um, and basically they were screaming, whatever meta was current, why aren't we doing that? Why aren't you building what we want? And sure, maybe you could say, if you own an NFT, you're a, you're an owner of the stonks that, uh, you know, the, the brand is uh is reliant on but uh you know th these are at the at their core a lot of them are art projects done by artists and they have an idea in their mind of how they want to see things and i i do just think it was um disappointing to wes uh that you know he wasn't 
I don't want to say allowed to deliver on it because at the end of the day, he probably he could have pulled the trigger on anything. But I just I don't think that it's what he wanted to be doing. And I think that it became something that he uh, he just didn't want to partake in anymore. But I, I totally get your point. Right. The end result is he left. I just uh, watching that and going through it just thought that like, you know, the, and, and communities can be their own worst enemies sometimes, too. Right. Mm hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's all we we I think that's all we have to talk about that. There's yeah, I'm never more about this fucking fishy fam again until it blows up and we could talk about that uh, spectacular blow up. I am done with this. It's breaking my head. I don't care anymore. Congratulations when it goes to three ETH on the foot. Free market. Somebody mentioned something earlier in the show, and I just want to go back to it. Bear market bears is ripping? Question mark. Were they not lying? No, we sold one three hours ago. Woo! Are you kidding me? Bear market bears on it. Wow. Wow. Look, oh my crazy. god! Look at that volume spike. spike. Who's ever seen a volume spike? Like, <laughs> what has happened? Do I have to go check my hidden wallet? We sold one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh my god! I can't even count this high. Look at this. In the last week, we've sold like twenty. It's incredible. Uh, that's wow. oh holy fuck! Somebody bought one for two and a half ETH. That's got to be not uh, not real. They bought it from the Bacelles. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I just I saw that number pop up and I'm like, somebody's trying to get the the ball rolling back you know, on there. That are just never coming back. And I'm going to put bear market bears in that category. I don't think there's anything appealing there for anybody. What? Bear market bears? Yeah. 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 That, that was um, unfortunate. I thought I like they had. Talk about your some... folder is going to be worth a lot of money one day. That's not one of the ones that's going to do it. Well, he removed a lot of the uh, the weird logos and symbols that were, I guess, maybe for a game or some kind of rarity thing and cleaned them up a little bit. But yeah, I mean, instead of working on the actual project, he just did another drop for whatever. I don't know. Uh, it's in the hidden folder. And it's like you said, probably, probably stay in there. Uh, Crypto Ray Rays. Talk about that. Yeah, you know, huge shout out to Dose. Um, this is a passion project that if you've seen it around, these are the little uh, these are the little dachshunds. They're very cute. People tend to use them almost as accessories for their other NFTs. They'll put their little dachshund, you know, next to their lemon or next to their cool cat. And this was a slow mover. This one started minting. Okay, it was a very very. Uh, community-based project, a very low mint. I mean, this was a passion of uh, Dose for his dog, Ray Ray. This was, this was like, I love my dog. I want to make this project. Well, it sold out yesterday. These minted at 0.0189. They're sitting at a 0.11 floor right now. Exclamation point woof. Big shout out to Dose. Just one of the, the pillar. 0.19 floor now. It was 0.1. Last time I looked. Ray Ray's yeah. ripping. Ray Ray's ripping. Big shout out to Dose. He deserves every bit of this. If you don't have a Ray Ray, go buy one. There is no better person uh, to support. We love the Dose. Woof. Did you, uh, did you end up and, and minting any of them? Or I actually, this is uh, completely off my radar until you brought it up. This yeah, morning. no, no, no. Well, you know, it was an interesting one because again, this isn't, he didn't market this project. He didn't try, he didn't try any type of traditional stuff that we do with these launches. He put it out there and told his friends like, hey, you guys want to mint this? I, I kind of, you know, I love this. This is what I did. Friends started minting it. And lo and behold, guess who discovered it? Faroque. Okay. Now, Mind you, again, this was a project with no marketing. This was this was not, 
you know, made to sell. So even after the Farouk pump, they sold a few thousand, which was amazing because they had only been selling, you know, few up to that point, but it remained not sold out. Well, two days ago, or I can't even tell time at this point, but on our 17 hour Lemon Spaces Marathon. We were giving away. I gave away a lemon. Cenarius gave away a lemon. And uh, Doe steps up and go, hey, let's give away a Ray Ray. Well, congratulations to the homie that won that Ray Ray. You are cooking this morning. Um, I, 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 I didn't mint any Ray Rays. I do have one in one of my wallets. Uh, I love the project. I love Dose. I'm so proud. This is such a feel-good story, and I love that we talked about it. So, you know, shout out, Dose. Yeah. Shout out to that. Okay, I dropped the uh, restream link in the uh, Alpha Mint uh, AM show chat. Um, I, I, I'm just going to say, like, if if you're going to come up and talk about Fishy Fan, which I respect, uh, let's just keep it to a minimum because we have beat that topic up a lot. And, uh, you know, I it, it it is, like, not super fun to talk You're about sure, i don't want to, we're not quelling voices if you want to come up and talk about it it's cool i just know the majority oh, yeah, yeah sure no no i'm just yeah. saying like let, let's let's just like you know keep it to uh, uh, a good i just uh, know the audience is bored with it already i know i'm bored yeah, with yeah. It, i don't and, you have and, something to say that's pertinent we want to hear it it's a big yeah. story in the industry so uh yeah. thank you for clarifying that i'm not saying don't talk about it yeah just, please, i mean please, like please, if, please. if we're coming up here like it's constructive conversation yeah. time and if you have an opposing voice or you have like knowledge of like the artist was lying or something like let's hear it. I, I don't care. I can take I, it. You, I am you, very you're allowed to have an opinion. Finding out I'm wrong here. I am. Sure. Show me. Show me that I'm wrong. I will make a culpa. I will go out there publicly and apologize. I have just seen too much smoke. There's a fire. Dope, Josh. What's going on? I just saw you that you uh, you you linked to something in the AM show chat about the Open Sea limiting collections. Um, I'm not sure if that's why you're up here to talk about, but GM and uh, and uh, happy Thursday to you. Hey guys, yeah, uh, what a shit show this morning. Um, <laughs> seeing Fishy Fam go down, of course. I'm not going to get into that, but I didn't. I thought you guys maybe talked about it earlier this morning. So no, there I actually open... didn't see that. Okay, yeah. So is, these. This two is a real very... account, though, right? Yes. Yeah, there were two real. Well, so first, two very strange OpenSea emails went out about delisting um inactive yeah. listings right looked really weird i thought they were fishing at first Me too. Or something like i that. didn't i deleted them um but apparently a few people who followed these instructions had their items relisted at a lower price and then uh, you know they got sniped i don't know the full complexity or story behind that but Apparently, however, it was set up totally screwed some people. So that's the oh. first thing that they did wrong. So they're like, let's follow, a follow up email to try to correct yeah. it. That worked so great <laughs> the first time. Exactly. They sent a follow up email to try to correct it. It just compounds on the problem. People are more confused. Then this thing goes out. I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, R2D Gen has it up on screen. For those who can't see the screen, it's basically. I'll read it just Open. to provide the full context, but uh, to address Please, feedback yeah. we've received about our creator tools, we updated our collection storefront contract lim- uh, we we updated our collection storefront contract limits to only support the creation of up to 5 collections and 50 items per collection. Yes. Sorry, go for it FMC. Well, I was going to say do we know why why they're doing this here? It seems obvious to me. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I want it. 
I want to hear your take on it because this is some straight up bullshit and has screwed over a ton of small collections. So yep. what do you think the motivation is? They're trying to prevent scams. The, the, the people who do scams make dozens of anytime a new hot project pops up, they make a collection, they right click, save all the JPEGs and they throw them up there for 0.1 polygons so that people forget, uh, you know, or that people who aren't sophisticated accidentally click them. This is what they're attempting to fix. And the fix is making things worse. You, yes. th- I'm mind boggling. Fix your fucking search bar. What, do you, what is this? This is the stupidest. <laughs> how am I, the, everyone's setting me on fire today. This is the stupidest solution to this problem. Fix your search bar. It, it's it. mind bogglingly stupid, but more importantly, what this does is it lumps in every single small collection with the scam collections that are trying to they're trying to fix a problem with. So now everybody who started a collection that's in between 50 and you know whatever 10,000 any unverified collection out there can't is not going to be able to add anything else to their collection. And this includes some really well-known artists, some really really like, you know, well-established accounts in the space that are all just getting completely fucked because they happened to use the OS contract when they created things in the beginning, which a lot of people did because we didn't know any better at the time. Um I'm one of those people and it's like it's just a complete shit show. So, I don't know what OS is doing over there, what a series of like just co- catastrophic <laughs> catastrophic fuck-ups two in a row uh it's it's just wild man i don't know what to make out of it uh this is the looks rare effect open is flailing right now they they're they're just putting things that i don't even know what they're doing oh do this feature do this, well, this. remember open. that this is a vc backed uh company that is trying to go public and those vcs want their bag right and that's fine it exists it happens um but if something like OpenSea comes along and even takes 10 percent of their volume and that might not seem like a lot but if they if they start chomping at 10 percent of the volume everybody starts getting a little bit squirrely and they you know and then all of a sudden it starts to do the devs do something devs do something you know like we've seen OpenSea try to do more in the last week than we've seen them try to do in the last four months, right? Um, and yeah. free market is bang on. This is a response to um, some people knocking down their door, and you know it starts slowly, but uh, but but here we are, free market. Uh, keep keep going. Sorry. That that was it. This is why I think it's the response that looks rare. I think that's why OpenSea is rushing out a lot of fixes. Not sure whether they debated each of these fixes on their merits yet. I just think it's a response to the competition that is barreling down on them as we speak from both the centralized KYC world and from the decentralized uh, non-KYC world. I just think it's interesting that they have essentially hit the ejector button on a pretty large number of creators that fit into this greater than 50, but still like very high price one of one art. Um, And you can look in this thread, there's like a lot of pretty well-established projects in there. If you really look at it, like you're talking, we're talking about something eating away 10% of, you know, the activity on OS, this one move has just guaranteed a very large number of artists are going to move off of the OpenSea contract. And it's a lot of artists that charge a decent amount for their work. I mean, it could that could account for half of that 10% shift just in one epically bad move. Um, well, Josh, it's, it's wild. 
I know you are a small artist. I know you may know other small artists. If any of them need help with their own contract to mint onto OpenSea, we can get that to you for free so you no longer have to use uh, their contracts. So just please uh, contact us after the show. If you are a small artist, do not ever mint directly to open. If you have, look, I used to do it too. We, it, You just didn't know in the beginning, but we can get you a free, what's called artist contract, which will allow you, you control it and you're not creating a mint page or anything, but you control what and how gets minted to OpenSea. It's on your own contract, which means it can go to any marketplace. It doesn't, not just the OpenSea API like OS and Rarible use. So any small artists out there, anyone starting their own project that isn't some large generative joint, please hit us up and we will make sure we can get that to you. Yeah. And actually, the last time you were up, Josh, somebody mentioned that there is a way to bridge those um, relatively cheaply as well. And I can't. Oh, God, I I, I was hoping you saw it, but I didn't uh, I didn't remember it personally. Did you end up talking to them? Unfortunately, no, I didn't realize that uh, I have not found a cheap way to bridge without having to pay gas fees twice for every single NFT that gets transferred over to the new contract. My um, gut is telling me that it would be like Akon or uh, DRK um, that said that I, I'm not voluntelling them or anything, but I, I, I want to say maybe it was one of them. Well, hey, if anybody's out there, feel free to hit me up. Um, also, if you're if you are one of these small artists who's thinking about doing this, I am going to be doing this. I'm moving off OS, I think, permanently um, after this. It's just like one too many of these moves. So I will document that journey. Happy to share it with people. Um, and, and yeah, thank, thank and you guys. Appreciate mean- it. And you're right, though, because like, here's the thing, right? Like you you put out a great project your artwork is great we you know so much respect for you and all of the stuff that you do um you're going to continue to succeed in this space you're going to continue to grow a fan base and all of that stuff and you know maybe OpenSea doesn't care right now but as you grow and develop in the space and the dozens or hundreds of other people like you continue to do it too and they migrate off of OpenSea, this is how other platforms are going to start generating even more of the share as you mentioned right like it's it, these things pick up steam board apes wasn't always board apes right like and i know that they didn't start off small they, they did a big generative collection and it wasn't minted to open seat but i'm just saying like these things pick up steam um and open is going to lose attention yeah it has a cumulative long-term effect or a compounding long-term effect but i mean even currently like i'm i'm a small fry in the scope of the artists i see reacting to this OpenSea announcement. Um, it's well, you're a big nug in our heart. Oh, big, big nug over here. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. All right. Hey, thank you guys. Been great listening in today. What a crazy, what a, what a, so many things all in one day, but, uh, hopefully it'll be a little bit. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah, it's never a dull moment. Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's ugly, but, uh, it's, we love talking about it nonetheless. Yep. Yeah. All right. You guys have a good one. I'm out. Skis. You too, Josh. Thank you. Thanks so much, man. Cobain, did we talk about the black background lemons? Did, did I tell you I found the guy? It was one guy who bought all the black background lemons up to 4.5. Did I what? tell you about this? So up remember, to 4.5 ETH? He didn't pay. No, he bought all the ones under. Oh, remember how the oh. floor got up to there? 
So you and I were like chatting about this, like, wow, did you see the floor on black backgrounds? A few of them solo. It was one guy who discovered the black backgrounds. He came on uh, the lemon spaces and I have dark mode on and he had his black. He had the pharaoh. He got the, the black. Yeah, they look good. Pharaoh. This guy swept the floor. He wants more. I loved it. It was one guy, black backgrounds for the win. They look great on an Apple watch or on a dark mode Twitter or something like that. The best, the best. Yeah. I just want to quickly shout out Akon, um, mess, uh, icon. shooting the, uh, icon. Sorry. Akon's the, uh, the recording Akon artist. Young Jeezy. Uh, <laughs> uh, icon said, uh, check with the guys from ether two loves. They did the bridge for their 2021 contract. Migration is from the owner's side, however. So maybe you can uh, link up with them and, and figure out how to do that relatively inexpensively. I hope it, uh, it works out and let us know how it went. GM Cass, how are you? Hola, senor. Como esta? Ah, Hey, <laughs> the 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 this the FMC spitting bars there was just great. <laughs> we definitely set a uh, um, a a new record for f bombs dropped on this show. That's for sure. We might have said it in the first five minutes. When Howard switched over to Sirius from Terrestrial Radio. Uh, he was like, I don't want to curse. I don't want to turn this show like just because we're on serious and we can <laughs> curse. I don't want to make it about cursing. So for like the first three weeks, he'd be like, oh, fuck. And then go, oh, wait, I don't want to say that. After three weeks, he was like, what the fuck am I even fucking doing here? We're on serious. Let's go, baby. <laughs> oh. The reason I came up was, was well, I don't know if you guys want to go into it or not, but the whole fucking fishy fam shit. Um, well, let's let's listen to your take on it. You, we know you know ours, dude. Like, if I was on that, if I was on that um, that AMA, I would have ripped them a new arsehole. I'll tell you that now. Yeah, um, I I don't take well to people that fuck up shit. And boy, oh, Cass, I, can you do me a solid, man? Do you mind just? Oh, sorry, is it my Discord? Yeah, thanks. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I keep forgetting it's there. You know when it's like the background noise is just not there anymore? Is that like your version of ASMR? Like you just <laughs> listen to your no- Discord notifications and fall asleep? Do, do you know what? Yeah, it makes me sound it makes me sound important when my missus is around. So I said, listen, babe, listen to all the messages <laughs> that people <laughs> Nah, um, fishy fam. Um, cut a long story short, shit. From start to finish. Um, yeah, the artwork was poor. I think what worried me more than anything else is like, okay, if you're meant to look after community and all that shit, then you wouldn't allow your whitelist people to completely rape the whole pool of NFTs that they have available. To start off with, you would have you would have paused the contract, and then to to actually jump up and down saying that you know we minted out you bunch of dickheads. <laughs> Like, yeah. like yeah, they know why. It was George Bush with the mission accomplished on that aircraft carrier, right? <laughs> it was like, just a mint where they said they were trying to save the ocean. Well, that contract exploit saved the whales because anyone who was sophisticated and had a lot of money was able to get in there and just rape this thing. And then they got out there and celebrated. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, yeah. top, it's beanies all the way down. Yeah, you know, it, it's, 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 I, I don't see how it can sustain itself because, 
like if you're let's say you're looking to build a community which obviously they wasn't but if you're looking to build a community one you'd look after them two you'd actually space everything out so they don't have gas wars or everyone has a chance or even just mint one only for the for the whitelist and leave it open for three mints on a public sale. I mean, you still would have got the numbers, right? You still got three over three k individual holders. So what were you playing at? And um, yeah, I think I, I, I'm 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 a bit annoyed. I missed their um, what's it called spaces town hall yeah they were in the middle of the night they were really late (laughs) yeah Yeah, whatever it was called um celebration um yeah i I wish i wish i would have gotten that because um i probably would have told them one or two things about themselves well you wouldn't have gotten much out because even on the spaces held by somebody who was trying to get to the bottom of it anytime you said anything that was untoward you would get muted the team would go crazy and say this is unfair we're here trying to explain everything like i hate those tactics it's it's pure narcissism these are confidence men i mean there's no way to mince words about it no, hundred percent, man, hundred percent. I know I agree with you more. So it's a shame I couldn't get on there because even when I was on the um, on the Discord, <laughs> I think one of the first messages I put on when I found out about the whole contract was, "Ah, oh, what a beautiful rug," um, and I got instantly muted with all the hype that was going on, all the clans and the rest of it. The moment I put that on, my 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 name got flagged and I got kicked out. And I was like, "Wow, really?" So then I went into another account to get back in to see what was going on and then kept my mouth shut just to see what was going on from there. But no, nah, when you're doing them kind of tactics, you can't be right. And uh, we, we might be wrong in this because let's just say the devs just, I don't know, just take their money and gone because I wouldn't be surprised. It will be left to the bag holders to then rectify the community. And then it will be probably them that will take it forward. So it really kind of depends on the people that have actually bought in. And that was my here's the point. Okay. The most powerful thing in any market is emotion. It doesn't matter whether that emotion is FUD or whether that emotion is FOMO. By me coming out here and FUDing, all I'm doing to anybody that owns a fishy fan is getting their emotions riled up. Now, whether they believe in it or not, they want to go out there and defend this thing. To the, I'm helping the fishy fam floor price with well, what I'm doing the, uh... right now. It's not for, my, for every action. There's an equal and opposing no, reaction. I'm not right? even kidding. This isn't a joke right now. I'm not, no, I'm not joking either. I'm oh, just yeah, saying yeah. But the, <laughs> the hard stance you take creates a hard stance on the other side too. Like yeah. it does. I'm, the, I'm, I'm, not I'm being helping them create a community by calling out their bullshit here. And if this thing ever pivots and becomes something real, it's because the people who were pointing out the egregious moves from this team motivated their community to make it different. Yes. And that's the only way I can see this thing working. Only way I can see it working is literally the community taking it. The team, you know, Ashtray, the team doesn't have them brainwashed. Money has them brain. This is all about their bags. They don't give a fuck yeah. about fishy yeah. fam. They don't. That They'll be done with that NFT the moment they think they've made enough money. Nobody cares about fishy fam. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks, yeah, that's the normal. That's the normal cycle. Said a month. We'll see. I mean, like I said, who knows? It could be a pudgy penguins, but look at pudgy penguins. That it, yeah. it always comes out in the end. Always. Yeah. always. I don't care how long the con goes on, how much money people make, it <laughs> comes out in the end. Very true, man. That's actually really. Yeah, that's actually that's why I want to shut up on it. There's nothing else to say. At this. I don't mean you, Cass. I meant oh. me. I'm just going to shut up now. There's nothing <laughs> else I could say. 
let it play out. I could be sitting here for six months getting my food handed to me as these things move to three ETH, or they could be gone next week. We'll see. But that's it. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. And then um, what, what are your guys' thoughts on... If I didn't need this mic, I would just like drop it right now. <laughs> Boom. But I do. You don't want to hear the other one. <laughs> yeah, no, what else is there? There's... um. There's cool pets that move forward. Oh my god, cool pets! There's a dragon tomorrow. We'll talk no, about no, it. No, 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 first. Oh, they they hmm? have been moved. Oh no, we'll talk about it now. We'll cover it. Yeah, no, they moved it to the thirty first. Yeah, oh, did they? Yeah, this is what I'm trying. So, cool cats team audited their cut. Co- Whoa, cool cats audited their contract. Shocker! And guess what? They found they some- have lots of money free market. Yeah, yes, they do. <laughs> 0.5 cash is so expensive. A 0.03 fishy fam is a lot more expensive. You, you know I was joking. Anyways, yeah, know, cool. I cool cats. So, so, cool cats team audits their contract, finds some bugs and exploits, and they do what a real team with a real company who cares about their project as they come out. They say, mea culpa guys are bad. We found some bugs we don't like. We're pushing it back to the 31st because we want everything to be perfect for you. Period. Period. That's the way you do shit, man. I'm excited for that one. I didn't. I didn't oh. get on a, any lists, unfortunately. So I'm going to be sitting on the sidelines. But that's uh, uh, it's going to be good, man. And it that, pisses that's... me off. I won two of these things. Okay, I can't get my. The, I, they're going to cancel one of them because it was. I didn't mean to. I'd entered all. You. You know, we all enter all these raffles. You're just trying to play the numbers here. I won twice with the same wallet by accident. I can't even give that to someone. I can't sell it to say it's fuck. You know, whatever. I. I, uh, I know we said it before, but man, the the rug radio pass was like brilliant. So sharp. It was really, really, really right was. now. By the way. Shout out for Rope, baby. That boy, that 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 guy is cooking. That guy, that guy knows his shit. We love Rug Radio. We love for Rope. He, I mean, you listen to him on Spaces and stuff like that, and like he he's got that like real hype mentality. He's just like a little, like not little. He's a ball of energy, right? It's kind of Gary V does that too, where he's just like talking a mile a minute. He gets super excited about stuff, um, but he he actually really does know his shit. Like he yeah, he's he, a uh, he's a sharp. Is a bright cookie. I, 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 I'd vouch for that as well because the hype thing is is obviously just for entertainment purposes, um, and you know to love the character, to to entrust the character, to believe in the character. Um, yep. But he's got brains behind it, man. I mean, even just to come up with the concept of Rug Raider with the people that he's got around him. I mean, no one else was daring anything near that. You know, the, the most we were getting is probably AI and. And um, DAOs, <laughs> you know, but to come up with, um, back to what FMC said, with, in regards of DAOs, he come up with a concept to make a DAO work. We don't know if it's going to work here or not, but it's still a concept well, and a technology for it. If, if I can give you the bull case for Farouk, and I've been aware of Farouk for quite some time, um, back when I managed my Instagram account and all of that stuff, um, not NFT or crypto related, uh, but this guy was just everywhere. And and that's the, the space that he comes from. I, and I mean, he wasn't a crypto or NFT person in that realm either, right? But one thing that he was very good at, like Gary V is having their finger on the pulse of where the attention is, right? And we talk about the Kobe substack, I guess, every day now. Um, where people's attention are is, you know, 
and where it's going is where the puck is going. And, and those two are really, really good at it. So if I think um, when you're looking for somebody to be starting and running a media DAO, a media-based DAO in the NFT space, um, he's a prime candidate for it too, right? Yeah, 100%. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, oh, there was one other thing I wanted to ask you guys, man, but actually ask you guys. Um, yeah, that Pink. was it. Pink. Pink. What's that? Oh, you're going to ask what color my underwear was. Pink. Uh, not blue? Not blue. Pink. Aqua? I, I, was pink doing, I was doing fancy today. Got my nails done. <laughs> nails um, done, hair done, everything did. Her did. Uh, I wanted to know, did you all meet? Have you gotten in- a haircut yet? No, it's 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 rough over here. Um, I, I have what's called NFT body, right? We used to call it <laughs> if you if you know what poker skin is, boy. Poker players now, mind you, casinos don't have windows. Okay, let forget your house, forget no, love. Casinos do not have windows or clocks. Okay, this is on purpose. All right. Casino skin is a real thing. Uh, and I certainly have NFT body, right? Don't worry. I'm a beauty myself up. I'm a, I'm a, I'm coming live. people. My, uh, We're gonna my, apart- my apartment is a lot like a, oh, sorry. You, you that, sorry. <laughs> I, I've got to meet you guys, man. Like one day, one day when COVID is done. Oh, we're doing the alpha Man meetup cast. It's going to happen. This it's going to happen. It's going to Yeah. I'm going to meet you lot, man, because I swear to God, like, do you, do you like, do you like beer? Do I like beer? I like weed. Let's be real. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll bring you some. Don't worry. Straight from the UK. Let's go. <laughs> Perfect. I was going to ask was Big Clout. What is Big Clout? And did all of you meet? <laughs> we did. Big Clout is a. I'm muting him. No, I'm muting both. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Big Clout is now called Deso. It yep. is a social network built on a blockchain so guys if you're if you're from bitcloud or Deso, like throw throw it up in the chat what, i'm actually <laughs> yeah, curious how, as many, to how many of the 56 people listening right now um have been on there or even when, just, uh when discord went down yesterday icon tried to contact me on bitcloud he didn't know that <laughs> 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 I was like, nope, didn't check. Sorry, bud. Uh, <laughs> BitCloud looks like Twitter. Okay, it's, they've changed. It's a diamond app. Now, there's a whole bunch of new things. But when we were there, it was basically a Twitter, but it was built on a blockchain. So every like, every retweet, every comment actually cost you a little bit of BitCloud. So it was this very interesting thing. And each profile had something called a creator coin. If you wanted to invest in old FMC, you could have bought his creator coin and owned a piece of whatever I did. Now it was up to me. We could. I want to get into the. That's the. That's the basic BitCloud thing. It's a crypto social network. It's built on a token called Deso, and it's like Twitter. You, you post your thoughts. It's. It, they tried. It was where we all met. Yep. The diamond. The diamonding was the brilliant thing that they actually had. Yeah. Where, you know, you could tip on a post one click um, or a couple clicks. You could tip more, uh, yeah. and it was it was an incredible time, man. The beginning of Bitcloud, uh, those first few months were actually magical, um, and it just. Uh, I mean, there's a couple of reasons we could go. We could talk about that for days or weeks if you want, but um, it, it is not succeeding at the moment. Um, and you know, hopefully, all the best to people that are still. No, I know. 
know, I'm not going to Icon, don't worry. Um, but the Diamond app was uh, kind of the the shining star. You know, you wrote a good thread or uh, a great post or shared a good meme or something, and you know, people could click on it. And a lot of times, it was just a cent or two cents. Um, you know, if you wrote something really good and somebody wanted to show some appreciation, it might be three dollars. Um, I did have one post that somebody tipped me $600 on, um, and that was incredible, right? And uh, if you apply something like that, that one-click tip from you know a, a cryptocurrency mm-hmm. onto something like Twitter, and you have a lot of followers, and something really goes viral, uh, you know, there's a potential even just one cent at a time that you make a couple thousand dollars off it or more. And I, I think that that is one of the reasons why people are so excited especially with the way that the creator economy is going and i know a lot of people think that term is cringe or just you know a straw man like not real or whatever but i actually really do believe in the creator economy i'm not even just saying that because we're up here talking um i just think that as you know jobs start to get automated and jobs lost we're gonna just see a shift into people actually being creative in art and that's what nfts are all about too um but i digress that was uh that was BitClout's uh kind of big claim to fame that in your kind of social um price i suppose as a as a coin um, which I think has a pretty big dark side to it, uh, retrospectively, but, uh, but yeah. Well, before I go, um, you got the cutest dog in the world, by the way, RT, man. Oh, is he, was he walking around in the background there? He walked around and he's like, um, black and white spotted, correct? No, not black. Uh, it's brown. Uh, red. Oh, brown. Come on. He's very, he's camera shy. Come on. Ready? Hello? I don't even know what I'm doing here. Did he run away? Oh, there he is. Oh, white and brown. Oh, Oh, my God. Say hi. Look over here. No, this way. (laughs) He's a scholar. Yeah, and now I'm going to be covered in dog hair. Is is, is that a, um, is it an Australian shepherd dog? Yeah, Australian shepherd. Okay. Yeah, that's stunning, man. Oh boy, isn't that the smartest breed in the world? He's uh, he's pretty smart when he wants to be. Yeah, he's. I think uh, (laughs) pretty sure he's got us trained, not the other way around. That's the way it is. Sure is. Yeah, no, but he's a great, great dog. Um, but man, does he shed a lot? Well, thank you. My my Roomba gets a full time job. Thank you, for, thank you for having me up, and thank you for showing me your dog. Don't be <laughs> and um, yeah, keep doing what you're doing, guys. But then you guys make me laugh every day, so thank you for that. And I'll speak to you guys soon. So uh, we love you, Cass. Thank we you. We love you too. I love you too. Trust me. I want to talk about the Roomba for a second because I thought it was such a brilliant, brilliant idea. But you know, we have small dogs, okay? And a small dog. Often they'll use a wee-wee mat. We walk them, you know, twice a day, all that goes. But they have a wee-wee mat in, so it's a little dog. You know, they have a wee-wee mat. Well, sometimes they miss the wee-wee mat, and there was a pool mm-hmm. yeah. on the floor that was located by our Roomba. And instead oh, of no. keeping up the poo, it took this poo, and it dragged it all <laughs> around the house in its normal Oh, form. my God. Uh, so while the, while the future is very bright, and very, very uh, uh, technologically advanced in regards to <laughs> I think we have a ways to go. Uh, the, the Roomba was shelved after that. It was, it, it was shelved. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, the Roomba's actually, I, I'm, <laughs> shout out to, to whoever makes that iRobot or something. iRobot, like that, that is a good, I, we love the iRobot. Good stock. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, you hey. just, uh, 
Buy you got to clean it a lot. You have to you have to do a lot of maintenance on it. But um, but man, well, it, it actually does a shockingly the, good job. You have the one with the built-in trash can, like it just goes. I don't. I don't. Oh, no, that, I gotta that, there's the one, man. Now we need one that takes the trash out. Woo! It was a it was a Christmas gift from my parents, and I gotta say, mm. one of the better Christmas gifts I've ever gotten. You know not, what I'm getting? Not dad. to discourage one, but like just incredibly useful. You know what I'm getting, Dad? This year, he's not listening, so I think I can say it without uh, without getting caught. Have you seen the the Roomba lawnmower? The fucking the you've seen this? It's a lawnmower. No, I I, I, oh I it seemed it makes sense. I oh figured that God. was coming. Oh, you see this thing? I was doing a consulting job on a cannabis farm. If people the- have problems with self-driving cars, let's talk about a robot with spinning blades. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a cannabis farm in Nebraska, and we went to the guy's dad's house for drinks after after a long day. And this lawnmower, he, he named it. It was, it was Phil. He goes, hi, Phil. We walking up the driveway. He says hi to Phil. It's his lawnmower. The lawnmower was mowing the lawn. Was you haven't name named your Roomba? You didn't name your Roomba? No, we, we shut. I named my Roomba mother. Fuck, get, get out of here. Drag that I, shit all around the house. <laughs> we named ours Monica. <laughs> no. That's kind of sexy. No, it was just like um, you know, my uh, my wife's a big uh, big fan of Friends, and uh, mm. Monica's dead. Uh, and Monica, see, and Monica cleans up. Man, you guys put thought into that. I like it. It took like twenty yeah. seconds. No, it, it was not like uh, no. You guys back now. You crack open the bottle of wine. All right. It's mm, really what are we gonna fun. name it? What? <laughs> What are we talking about? <laughs> you know what? Actually, my dog loves playing with it, too. He's not scared of it. He just boops it and turns it on, and it runs, and he boops it and turns it off again, and then just keeps doing that for a while. It's a, it's a, a great source of entertainment for him. NFT market, huh? It's, that's the, the thing. What's that? NFTs? Are we talking NFT. about NFTs? I want to talk about vacuums. I forgot. That's our shit. Yeah. Monica, the French made Roomba. Yeah, I mean, we're winding down. Guys, I, like, throw something in the chat if you want us to talk about it. I mean, Cool Pets got delayed. Raid Party, I believe, is happening. Uh, it got delayed. It was supposed to happen today. Can I think I, it's going tomorrow. Can I briefly talk about the MFers, the, the motherfuckers, for a second? The, the Sartoshi project. This was one of those hot out the gate. Um, the MFers? Yeah, the MFers. I, I wasn't okay. saying motherfuckers like a weird way. The, the MFers. Which, uh, which is Sartoshi NFT's project, one of the biggest memers in the game, huge crypto Twitter influencer. This was a really hot cook right out the gate for anybody who minted, and then it died. Like into the bear market, these were at 0.04. People, I was really bullish on them. And people asked me all the time, yo, are the MFers still a thing? Are the MFers still a thing? Are they cool? Want y'all know they're sitting at 0.35 right now. There's yeah. a supply crisis brewing. And I want to shout out Alec Udell, who he has a little chat group. He included me. And this is a motherfucker fan club. We love the MFers. We love the motherfuckers. And they are ripping right now. I I think these are going to get to one ETH. I don't know if it happens here soon, if there's a pullback in between. But I just want to talk about the MFers first. Do you see the 3D MFers, like the fan project? Did you get one? I bought one. No, I didn't get one. I, I... Man, it's I, with Sartoshi's blessing. Nothing. It was all like legit on the up and up. If um, you knew, I mean, I'm in full lemon spaces, consulting, Star Wars. There's so much to do. I'm so sad I haven't minted a lot recently. But like, you I, know what? I, he obviously. It's up. 
it's a hundred of them. He throws them up on OpenSea. I don't know if he mints them on OpenSea. Oh wow. Um, and yeah, no, so he's he at ninety nine. I guess he's got one more left to do. He would use his own contract. But yeah, we look. We love the MFers, and I'm um, shout out to Sartoshi. I like to see him doing well. Lobzy, shout out to my homie Lobzy's a big MFers too. Lobzy. Oh yeah, there. See, they look good. They're fun. Yeah. Uh, JRP, are you a, are you a cannabis fan? Um, he said consulting on a on a weed farm would be a dream job for him. Yeah, it's that used to be what I did. I I was a, a bit of a cultivation nut in my youth. I, I know how to how to grow how to grow the cannabis, and and a lot of people getting into it. They need to know how. So uh, used to do a little consulting. Big job in Nebraska. We love uh, we love the sweet water hemp. Shout out. I- I accidentally had an edible and I was worried I was going to get arrested. <laughs> I tripped and fell into the, the, the weed store and they grabbed my credit card and swiped it mm. and threw an edible at me. And I went home and accidentally ate it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, we, uh, yeah, we like the cat. CO one. Um, we brought that up a while ago. Oh God. Wasn't this what this was one of the three D kind of cottonish thing? Yeah, it's like a cyberpunk. See, I brought my dog up, and now he's gonna start throwing his toy around because he wants attention. Um, yeah, like the cy- cyberpunk kind of metaverse characters. Um, 0.56, 12,000 ETH in volume. Good on you if you uh, grabbed and uh, and held one of those. I, I don't not often. Um, fans of super realistic kind of projects the eyes kind of lose me but i do uh, i am drawn to anything dystopian cyberpunk future uh of all of the ones i've seen these aren't the worst i like yeah i mean do you have some did you did you buy some uh you know why does it say wow what a waste what they meant at this point yeah i I don't i this isn't something that i often dig deep into um, when it's coming out and whatnot, and maybe I'm leaving money on the table by by not doing that, or you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I get yeah, they just like not my wheelhouse. I in the same way that like we don't look at Solana. There's so much stuff going on in the things that we like. Um, that you know what, R two, they're not bad though. I see what you said. That honestly, I'd put. I them, think this one had a really nice website too. If I remember I'd put correctly. them number two on Clonex as far as like these realistic. Pe- I like Clonex the best because it's cartoonish, it's animeish. Yeah. There's a nice plasticity to them that I enjoy. Then we had NFP and uh, what was it? War. There was a few of them where I did not like them as much. They came up a little scary to me, like yeah. detailed in a way. Um, these CO ones don't. They're not. They're not my style. But they're not bad. I, I'd put them kind of number two behind Clonex here, but they're not really much bad. This makes me actually want to go play Cyberpunk for a bit. <laughs> it was a stream. Uh, we'll, just, we'll just switch YouTube over into a bunch of those videoed play- games that I've heard uh, so much about. The videoed games. We're just going to start calling them the OG metaverses soon. Mm. Bro, oh, yeah. Honestly, the OG metaverse is uh, Discord. AAA had an AMA last night. They introduced their official project manager. Floor price reached six ETH at one point. That's Holy incredible. Angry Ape Army. That was one of the ones we really did hey, like, hey, and uh, I missed out on it. That it flew off. That was the um, from uh, Planet of the Apes. 
I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is one of the legit ones. And that's not one of the Fugazi like worked at Warner Brothers. No, no, no. He was a guy who was like who was definitely known. Wow. What a cook. Yeah, three. I mean, this is great. I mean, it's a obviously doing well. Uh low volume, high floor means that people are holding the shit out of these. I was handed uh, this whitelist, like handed it, and I couldn't get like I remember it was some weird. I had the door. same issue, I think. Yeah. I could no, the guy kept saying to DM him, and I couldn't oh. he wasn't accepting DMs and I couldn't friend him. And then he kept telling me, nah, bro, just friend me. And other people were able, I had no clue what was going on. Got frustrated and gave up. Well, there goes 20 grand. <laughs> but yo, uh, I wanted to ask, um, Jeff, what state are you in? Uh, what state is your medical marijuana card for? I'm actually in a legal state now in New York. We don't need med cards anymore. It's, uh, it's a whole new world. Big win. Yeah, all right. Oh, I saw a comment on one of our, uh, our our recordings that was shouting out somebody from the uh, the weed store that you frequent. Aster Club? Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot to tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I t- oh, Illinois. Nice, nice, nice. I got homies in Illinois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went, uh, oh, they went legal too, though, in Illinois. But when you have your med card, you get cheaper. That's usually the, the angle, right, is they don't charge taxes on med and uh, dispensaries tend to charge uh, a cheaper price for medical patients. So if you do have conditions, it still behooves you to get back. I'm trying to find it right now, looking at the comments or whatever. Hmm. Like, I don't like these, yet at the same time, I like it better than all these other like ape, uh, ape projects and shit. You know what I mean? Like the the apes and the, the primal. Da, da, da. I like these better. Uh, you know, some of them are cool. Shout out to my man, Matt, from the Astro Club. Oh, shit, Matt. Yo. No, it wasn't Matt that said it. He was. Oh, they wanted to shout out Matt. They oh, were shouting Matt. Out. Say, if, Matt if Matt's listening, get him in here. Let's talk. Matt is so anti-NFT. You don't even know. When well, I go to the Astro Club, Matt loves to dig me about my NFT. Hey, 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 how many board apes you sell today? I said, you know I don't have any board apes, Matt. Like, da, 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 da. And then uh, when, when I would talk about like Eminem buying an ape through my he's like, they didn't buy it. They were given those just to promote the moon pay. It's all a shit. They don't want those board. I was like, oh, oh Matt, I love you. Shout out Astro Club. That is the, it's a private club. You can't, I won't say where it is. You can't just go, but uh, we love the Aster Club. Yes, we love the Aster Club. Um, yeah, Cambo, just uh, let the AAA boys know you were, we were talking about them. Um, I would, uh, I would talk to these guys. I would love to see where they're at, what they've got going on. These are, this is a good project have any interesting projects you know founders send them our way we love interviewing we love learning about new projects and each human being only has so much bandwidth i mean you see we fill two hours every day and there's five projects we miss a lot of them are great so yeah we don't don't worry if it's a project that we're not super fond of we're not bringing them up here to skewer them or anything like that Um. Oh, Jeff, that's beautiful. I love it. You uh, you had to try it first. Nice, nice, nice. That's a good story, <laughs> no, I, that's that's beautiful, bro. And and you know, it was really hard in this country for a long time for parents of children that needed cannabis medicine because in states where it was illegal, they would take your fucking kid if they caught you. Yeah, good, right. Yeah, that's I tough, mean, man. as a parent, that hit that hits home. 
Yeah, definitely. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Getting antsy. Um, all right. What, uh, what do you got going on today? What, what's your plans for the rest of the day? Uh, we have an interview at 9 p.m. Just That's a late here. one today, but I am yes. looking forward to it. Ooh, baby. This so is going to Tell them. Tell them. This is going to be fun. Um, uh, Willem's asking what we think about big cats. I, I <laughs> not, not, not a lot, honestly. Um, <laughs> that's one of those uh, um, prime ape. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to yesterday's show. Uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, or yeah, 9 p.m. Eastern. We are interviewing a really cool project called Kokodi, um, and they're working on first a profile picture project, but uh, they've got lots more to come, including um, I've seen some sneak peeks for it, a really cool game. Uh, but this team is doxxed. They're going to talk to us live on camera, but they also don't speak English. So we are going to have a translator on too, which as far as I know is one of the first times that's ever happened. Uh, so we are going to, to bring them on talk about their project and i really like this just because you know this is such an international community um the rest of the world is is following suit on nfts and it isn't just um about speaking english in this space there's tons of different cultures communities ideologies and of course languages that go along with that so i'm really excited to see how that goes down and i think it's going to be really fun and the project looks really good too now, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. It, it, if you were going to give one theme to the Alphamint Discord, I think it would be crypto gaming. We are huge on the crypto gaming. We we love the Ether Orcs. We had the largest horde ever in existence during that first minting phase. We got Raid Party coming up. Alphamint Guild. Oh, my God. I'm so pumped. We love the games, and we love this interview tonight. I cannot wait to talk to these creators. This is going to be so cool. An NFT first speaking through a translator, but man, we've seen the, the, the white paper. We've seen the sneak peeks. We are so happy to bring this team uh, to you. So you guys can check it out and uh, learn about this project. Yeah, yeah, it's it's um it's it is going to be fun. We've spoken to them in um in more of a private setting, and they're they're really good people. Uh, and I, oh, they said DRK is going to come on in a minute for some potential alpha. We'll get him in here. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send He's got the link. Yeah, right, well, we'll we'll keep vibing then while we wait for him. And- more when we were on the Discord stage. Remember, there's there's give and take to everything. It was easier to have people come up on the Discord stage, but we didn't have the chat. We didn't have, wait, what else was there? We didn't have video. And honestly, video. like, I know, I know we had some issues with FMC yesterday, but that's actually the first time we've had any kind of serious technical glitches um, that I can recall on, on this. Uh, like, like I said, what's that? Is that? Dark's asking me about Metajosian, and this is going to be embarrassing. I have never heard of it. I, what is it? I'll, I'll happily oh, join on voice. Uh, I, well, I'll, I'll start Google. No, he's again. typing right now. I'm waiting for him to type in. The- yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But what, what I was going to say is like, you know, it, we have fondly named it Korean artifact. There you go. Mm-hmm. We all just found it last night. Let me try and pull it up. If you can provide a link, um, you can post it for sure. It is being described as a Korean girl project in the D's and Dojo. Guys, I'm in. I'm in. You'd Just an instant sell, eh? Yeah, sold. Sold. Shout out Irene. Shout out Ella. Hey, hey, hey. Look, <laughs> look at my Ella. Ella. 
Dow, Dow, Dow. Yeah, hey, exactly. Hey. Oh yeah, I forgot that I was hey, actually. Hey, look, you know, look at these cool man's universe. They've been stripped since yesterday. I see a lot of them being sold. We're back up to a one ETH floor. I what is it? Some, some Gary V's. They like the cool man. Oh yeah, shit. We didn't even talk about that. I don't know if he he didn't bubble. He didn't buy, but he bought them or whatever. But he, uh, don't uh, I don't know why he's not buying them. But um, I mean, Cool Man's is man. Cool Man Coffee Dan is a a a, a great um, great artist, but uh, he gets it too. Town Hall coming this weekend. Cool Man Meta Joe. Oh, man. NFT Discord. This is so hard to find my way. Oh, is this what this is? I see it. Link tree. Am I going to get like banned from YouTube for pulling something like this up? <laughs> we may get banned for that Akon song I sang earlier. I mean, oh, that, yeah. that pitch was dead. I, they may have thought we were. I think that that could safely uh, fall under parody. What? <laughs> is, that, is that this? Is this what we're talking about? Huh? Meta Josian. I'm gonna pull it up right now. Sorry, yeah, yeah, so it up. It's hard to find this. Free reveal. We're it's we're looking at, uh, at me. I'm already off put here. Oh, 22 ETH. I thought it was 22,000 ETH. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, I'm very. Um, I'm. I already feel oh, like my this is being violated by their preview GIF. Okay. Tagged us in the A. Oh, okay. I got you. Sorry. Shout out to shout out to, you're, you're shouting out like we should. I'm not even going to research this. The way I see hologram talking about it, I think I'm just going to go buy it without doing research. Live on stage. I'm not market. recommending anyone else do that, but I've been in this game long enough. I could just buy on my gut. And uh, I know when hologram talks that way, we got to cook. Yeah, those are those are some who's who of uh, of alpha mint uh, alpha givers too. Are they minting or are they uh, uh, just on OS? They're minting right now. I should mint this. Is this a minty mint? I don't know, that. man. I'm I'm learning along with you. Oh, you're asking. Oh, asking that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. For, forgot about them. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure. Meta Josian. Let's click the website. Risky click of the day. Nothing now. Nothing. Okay, that wasn't so bad. Resistance. Bring up the Liesel page, R2. I don't even know what that means, man. You guys got to link me in the uh, AM show chat. Link us, please. As long as I'm in my head now. Is that a song? <laughs> it is a song. Who sings that song? Uh, T Pain. Oh, you should probably keep it that way. Ayo! <laughs> That's the oldest joke. I'm so sorry for doing that to you. Uh, what? This is what he we're looking at. He is so Canadian. He can't even let an insult marinate for a minute. Let me, let me get, let me yeah, get just apologize immediately. <laughs> yeah, you're always, yeah, don't apologize. Oh, I'm so give sorry. Me. Give me the business. Give me the business. I probably apologized like eight times while we were talking about Fishy Fam. <laughs> All good. It, I actually didn't realize how Canadian of a thing that was. I'm just saying sorry by like, yeah, default. You're not even sorry. Like it's just a word that you say. <laughs> a. People call me out for saying A sometimes. 
Yeah. Call Irene. I love it. I, I, oh, yeah. We are freaking sorry, eh? Uh, oh, I got you your Timmy's next time, eh? Mm. Your double doubles on me. Freaking right. Game and Neo are on the Josians. Is it a music angle or are these guys just shilling it because they're famous? Yeah, sometimes hard to trust those random celebrity um, endorsements. Like, I mean, it for for me, I'm never going to buy anything because a celebrity does it. This is just another variable you add into your your analytics, right? Like when you're analyzing something, right? you know what I mean? It's nice when they're like actual NFT head celebrities. Oh, we didn't even talk about the latest celebrity board ape purchase. Do you know who it was? Do you remember? <laughs> no, I'm... I, I uh, no, uh, my brain is mush. Tell me, she has a child named Apple. Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow's an ape. Gwyneth Paltrow bought an ape. Yeah, I always liked the name Apple. Apple. And people people ranked on her when she uh, when she did that, but uh, I thought that was a brilliant name. You know, it was one of the names. Well, the child was with Chris Martin of Coldplay, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's very close to Apple Martin Martini. Right. Very right. short. Yeah. Well, if you guys remember a Steinfeld episode where George is is suggesting baby names and says, but why don't we go out of the box? Why, why do people always go with the same, with the Johns, with the Davids? How, why don't we name, how about seven? He said, what about, what about seven? Would you name a kid seven? seven? And then his next suggestion was Apple. So I always oh, thought it was funny. From Seinfeld episode to real life, things always come uh, full circle. Yeah, I don't watch Seinfeld regularly, but it oh is my hilarious. god, best show! I, except for I Love Lucy, it's the best show of all time. I saw some like uh, I saw some like not like fan theory, if you want to call it that, that like every problem or every situation in Seinfeld would have been solved by a cell phone, and that's why it. Yes, only only worked in the very brief time period that it existed in, and it was brilliant because of it. There, there's an account called Seinfeld Today that creates Seinfeld scenarios based for today. And I will tell you right now that if Jerry Seinfeld was making the Seinfeld show today, it wouldn't matter what technology was there. He's a comedic genius. He's he's the best we have right now. There is no. There is no mind on the art we know as comedy that is greater than Seinfeld right now. You may have people close like Dave Chappelle, but uh, Seinfeld, mm. is, he's a philosopher, he's a thinker, and he's the funniest man. I don't know. I, I, I would actually, I would put uh, Chappelle ahead of him. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to argue with you. I, no, 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 I know, I know for sure. No. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even remotely argue that. I've always, uh, I've always um, liked Jerry Seinfeld, uh, mm-hmm. like the stand-up and everything that he did. I, I man, Larry David on, um, I almost said Arrested Development, um, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm was fantastic too. That, Holy. I mean, that the real life George Costanza, right? Oh yeah, I, I've, yeah, I, it, man, Larry David. I met him backstage once at a play he was doing in New York City, and he is exactly like he is on that show. Just as beautifully awkward, just as funny, just as cranky, and yeah, he's he's a comedy god. Him and Jerry were, and you know, when I talk about Seinfeld being the best show of all time, that was a joint effort between Larry David and and Jerry Seinfeld, and and it yeah. art in a tie form. And they turned down somewhere in the ballpark of like twenty five million dollars an episode to do another season. Yeah, yeah, they like like uh, like in at that time like. 
that's still a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. Oh. But like at that time, it was like, that's like $75 million in today bucks. Oh, and this speaks to what kind of art it is because they went, they literally went out at the top. They could have squeezed five more seasons out of that show easily. This is what Hollywood does. They'll run it until it's just not funny anymore. But yeah. that, these guys, nope, we are going out at top. That's just what they do. It's what great artists do. Even if they know they have more material, they leave some on the table. Did you ever watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah, great show. I see. I've never actually seen that before. And like, I think that's one of the ones that I got to watch. Yeah, go watch it. You know, a lot of the FX comedy shows, they're they're very, it's, I, I'm sure you'll love it. I know you're into this type of comedy. It's not for everyone. I think you'll love it. Uh, but it's a very quick type of comedy. Great stuff. Seven. <laughs> Such a good name for a kid. I'm telling you, I'm Larry David. I, in, in, I, I'm, I'm at least 75% Larry David in my real life. <laughs> Make that face regularly. Those squinty eyes at people. Freebury, this is incredible. We've had 50 people watching us talk nothing about NFTs and uh, and participating. I love it. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, guys. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I do think that we'll wrap it up uh, now, unless there's anything else you want to talk about. I got to get that uh, Creature Toads video up. You're going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, we, we got to get that Creature Toads video up. We did Cool Mans. We did MFers. I think I'm feeling good today. One last shout out to Dose and the Ray Rays. Grab yourself a little puppy if you don't got one. <laughs> yeah, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to just ask this because, uh, you know, it does help us out a little bit. But if you can go ahead and hit the like button and the subscribe button if you haven't. And if you don't want to, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. But, uh, you know, we just we've been working hard on this show and we uh, appreciate any kind of support um, that you give us, including just tuning in. So it's it's always um, it's actually really humbling to see all of the people in here and then hanging around with us for two and a half hours almost. Uh, this was a really good show. As uh, Free Market just said, we talked about the MFers. We talked about um, Cool Man's Universe. We touched on, you know, Warner's getting into the metaverse space. We did a little bit of Looks Rare. We talked Azuki versus Clonex. Uh, we went off a little bit on uh, Fishy Fam. That definitely happened. Uh, Crypto Ray Rays, we talked about. Lots of good stuff here. So if you tuned in late, that's all going to be up there for you as well. Uh, uh, yeah, and you know what? We actually have an outro too, and I forgot to put it up on there. Um, so we're gonna do that tomorrow. We'll kick out. We'll end our Friday off with a bang. But uh, yes, Monday through Friday we host the show 9:30 a.m. and then we go to whenever the hell we feel like it. So uh, again, I appreciate you all here and i know free market does as well alpha mint check it out it's an amazing community the way four passes are sold out i actually saw somebody mention that earlier we will be releasing more passes we're probably going to slow down a little bit this time we will have more details for you as well and for all of my alpha mint dgens out there i am hosting a town hall uh tuesday 5 p.m eastern where we can uh, all get together talk about the uh, state of the union for alpha mint you guys can air any grievances or any suggestions and you know we could just have a really great discussion and we're going to be doing that every week thereafter just to make sure that uh you know we are forming a great community so i'm really excited for that uh free market get us out of here good luck at the tables dgens